Home is behind, the world is ahead, and there are many paths to tread. Unlikely friends set forth on adventures throughout the Lone Lands. Their journeys will change the course of their lives and, perhaps, the fate of Middle-earth itself. This is The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Thank you for joining us for session number 16 of The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. To find all the sessions of this game, visit happyjacks.org slash unsungtales, without the the. And to find all the shows on the Happy Jacks Network, please visit happyjacks.org. My name is Kimmy, I use she, her pronouns, and I am your lore master for this game. We have been so many amazing places. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and go around the table. Um, just so you know, we are using safety tools for this game. We did lines and veils way back in the beginning and we do update them. Um, we also have X card in play and other safety tools. And uh, yeah, so take care of yourself and we take care of each other. Let's go ahead and start on this side of the table. No! Nah. What am I? What am I doing here? <laughs> Starting strong. I, for some reason, I really thought you were going the other way today, and I don't know why. Ooh, okay. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Kadave. Uh, I will be playing Hanar, uh, Dwarf of Durin's Folk. We are both he, him. Um, yeah. And nervous about leaving, because things seem nice and safe here. <laughs> uh, especially, like, we just met... Glorfindel and got him all of his, you know, elven conspiracy theory leads. And his stuff seems a little bit above our pay grade in general. <laughs> I don't know. It makes me nervous. We'll see. <laughs> but excited. Hi, guys. I'm Kai. I use he, they, and she pronouns. And I'm here to continue to play Erland of Mithlin, who uses he, they pronouns, who just got a map from Glorfindel, and he's going to be really normal about it. <laughs> I don't care that it looks like a yarn board. It's a great map. It's a beautiful map. Yeah. Hello, I'm Sam. Uh, I play Runa of Bree, a barding treasure hunter. We both use she, her pronouns. Um, and I think I'm excited to get going on another adventure, but a little sad to leave my new besties. The princes of... Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. They will miss you too. <laughs> uh, all right. So last time you had an amazing, like many meetings in Rivendell. Um, we had scenes where you saw the vaults, the vaults underneath with um, Lady Arwen. You saw some of amazing historic items, some of which you realized what they were, and some of them you didn't. But a lot of us were like screaming silently inside us as we saw different things from Middle Earth. Yeah, Kai specifically. Um, we also had great little moments where each one of you um, was bonding with elves, getting to know the people of Rivendell, learning to draw in Hanar's case so that he can better represent the things he saw in his vision from the Palantir. Um, <laughs> we had a scene in the library where um, Erland met a, a young a young upstart, uh, upstart kid who, this human kid is in in Rivendell for some re reason named Estelle, and it was strange that he's there. Who knows who that is? We know. It's us. We know. 
and we had an amazing uh, set of scenes where Runa was just like completely broing out <laughs> with uh, Elrond's uh, twin sons, who were just like the most amazing like bro dudes of elf elfendom. Incredible. Yeah, it's super good. Um, and then all of you came together, and you had an amazing scene with Glorfindel, where you got to know him, you got to talk, and. Um, he kind of also uh, echoed your concerns about the darkness spreading. And in fact, he's been studying it and sending out uh, scouts and spies and collecting all the information he can, some of which uh, you were able to add to, some of which he was able to give you as well. And he had maps all over his uh, the, the, the room he was in, and he's been tracking all the rumors of darkness spreading. And before you left, he gifted you with a map that had some of those things written on it, um, which um, I posted the link in chat. I will also post it with the with this episode for those of you who want to go see it. Um, there's a actual one you can look at. It's digital. Pretend the font I picked is Glorfindel's handwriting. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you can see some of the things there. Uh, all right. Did I miss anything important? I think this is the think main so. idea. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, you have woken up in another morning, and it is a beautiful day in Rivendell with their indoor-outdoor lifestyle. And uh, yeah, why don't we start with breakfast? It's always a nice way to start. So you are together sitting. There's th th these long tables that are kind of... Um, like, people come and sit at them, and some people might sit down a little bit, some people might join you. At this particular moment, there's other elves eating as well, but you are all kind of together on this long table with no one sitting, like, real close to you. So what, uh, what would you like to talk about? I think since we got the map, um, it's, like, become physically a part of Erland. I don't think that they've put it down okay. unless someone has asked for it. And then mm -hmm. he's like, of course, here, here, you look at this. I'm going to go be normal for five minutes. <laughs> Uh, what did you discover on the map? And mm -hmm. it's it's just one of those things where um, he's learning the map mm -hmm. as intricately as possible and kind of trying to analyze what else could be there. Um, and so the, the rest of the time we've been in Rivendell, he's been very, like, upstanding elf, not having paper spread all over the table when we're eating meals. Mm -hmm. uh, today there's a map. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh... Hannah, how are you doing this morning? I think excited to explore these locations. I think Hannah's also probably a little sad about not doing drawing, not working on drawing stuff. Aw, okay. So, like, the idea of leaving is making him a little sad because mm -hmm. he's like, oh, I... I think he's finally starting to get good at making something. Mm -hmm. And so he's excited to keep doing it. And now it's like, oh, I have to leave my favorite teacher. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and find those things I wrote down last time. I'll find it. Um, and Runa. Um, I think Runa is excited to check out the map and kind of figure out what our next steps are. Mm -hmm. I think seeing Erlen like map laid out on the breakfast table is a little bit like, oh yeah, we're in our comfort zone again. Okay, mm -hmm. we're not being super formal. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should be, but Erlen is not. 
All right. Yeah, so I think she's probably, like, pouring over the map and, like, pointing things out and trying to make a plan. All right. Well, let's take a moment, um, kind of out of character, to just kind of go over this map a bit. Yeah. Um, so, okay. There. Um, looking at this large map, um, it spreads a lot farther than the normal map that we look at for um, the One Ring. It actually goes all the way down to... Mordor, and you can see Gundor on it as well. There's Rohan. There's You can see way past Lorien, um, which generally isn't the purview of, so far, the, the adventures in the One Ring um, system. Um, you've not- you, There's some things uh, that are marked on there. You do notice, like, in the Shire area, there's a big circle with Burn Beast written there. Um, there's also a strange X there. There's, it says... Uh, Fire dwarf question mark? Very, <laughs> like a hundred percent. I'm just letting that ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, some other things you kind of see that um, you might not have noticed before. There's uh, a Fort Arliss, which you did sort of mm-hmm. talk with Glorfindel about before, yes. which is marked on the map there. Um, there's a section in there that's kind of circled. Um, that's uh, kind of like the, the troll area. Um, that it the troll shaws. Troll shaws, that's what it is. The circle crossed off the second part. It's like <laughs> trolls or something. The troll shaws, um, which between you and me, I didn't circle because it already had a name on there, or didn't label because it already had a name on there. And that's right next to Rivendell, like well, very close to Rivendell. Um, below there, there's the Ranger Haven. Um, and then there's a bunch of kind of rumors that are marked circled areas um he's marked on the map where you told him that you found the palantir so that's now marked on the map as well um yeah there's just some other things i don't want to like point any out because i don't want to like he also did mention the slaughter fields which on here is marked Mm -hmm. with murmuring lady question mark yes that is intriguing I also like to the north, lights and screams in the night. That yes. sounds enticing. Uh, yeah, that's Angmar. Um, yeah, that's going to have that yeah. side effect of being Angmar. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you would know, I mean, I think all of you would probably know that's a that's that's a pretty terrible, famous place um, that's known to be, or previously was uh, the, the place where the Witch King of Angmar Right. resided. Uh, so even your characters, even though you might not be experts in that, like, that's enough of a horrifying, like, like, like evil of legend. You probably would be somewhat familiar with it. Yeah. And definitely as people who've lived in this area, like, Angmar's like, oh, no, we don't go there. <laughs> but, I mean, you can go there, but as a child growing up, like, that's like... Yeah. The boogeyman, like to the max. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure somebody in a tavern told scary stories. Hundred you know, percent. Yeah. yeah, and literally, I'm sure that like it's never spelled out in Tolkien lore, but that's like the scary thing that like you tell kids. Oh, if you're not indoors before night, like the Witch King of Angmar might come get you. <laughs> like, like it's a it's a thing. Everyone's everyone. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it at all. <laughs> it's bad. So, um, but. The general knowledge is that we don't know of his whole ringy connection. Um, right? The elves would um, would know that they he was one of the nine. 
Okay. Um, so, because uh, they they were they was, were was he even like I, was yeah, he the witch king before all he, of that? They were active in the second age, I believe. Were they? They were. I think that they were just rumored to be shadows in the second age. Like okay. I think that we. I think he's technically supposed to be dead in quotes. Oh, he is dead. No, but like oh, in yeah. a way that we that we think that he is gone. Yeah. <laughs> no longer troublesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He was yeah, he was he was the second in command during the second age, which was like like in the beginning of Lord of the Rings, the movie with the big battle and stuff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So he is supposed to be gone, but he was like the king of that area to before. So he still would have been something that would have crept into folk knowledge as being evil. Him being, like, spoilers, him being back for The Lord of the Rings is, like, soon to be learned in the next 50 years or so. Right. I mean, but, like, he was an evil-ish dude before all that? Yes. Well, the nine were corrupted. By the ring or just on their own and then the ring came along like, oh, hey, you're doing pretty good stuff. I like your work. Here. <laughs> no, they, yeah, they were they, generally it's, I mean, there's like a little bit of differing, but like he was, they were given the rings like when they were men, like mm-hmm. kings. Mm-hmm. All and nine that, of them. Yeah, all nine of them. And then that helped. They were already like, like likely greedy. Like he probably chose them for their weakness. Sure. But okay. then they were fully corrupted by the rings. Right. Gotcha. Um, okay. So a little evil like, and then more evil. Yes. I, like, yeah. you know, with the title like Witch King, yeah. I was like, was that his jam before the ring came along? Or was that, you know? Yeah, I don't think we actually ever, I don't think in the Lords ever confirmed who specifically he was before he became Sauron's right hand. He was assumed to probably be a Numenorian. Yeah, like like powerful king of old, yeah. Okay. Um, but during the Second Age, he was uh, like a known evil general you, I don't think either of you would probably know specifically, like, oh, he had a ring and blah, blah, blah. But you'd know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, the rings aren't really Erlen's jam. That's yeah. not something that he's concerned himself very much with either, so. Yeah. They don't come up very often. Yeah. People yeah. don't just find them in caves. Yeah, he he knows probably significantly more <laughs> about the ask. Elven ones. And then as we get lower and lower, the, like, the likelihood of him knowing it gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> hey, I found that ring in a corpse, though. Okay, yeah, that doesn't make it cool. better? <laughs> corpse, cave, mm-hmm. they both be able to see, it's fine. Yeah, um, so yeah, you'd, you'd be aware of... The that, being, and it's not a not a friendly neighborhood. No, yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, and yes, so I'll kind of let you peruse the map. I put some things that are like specifically not like like kind of like mysterious names for on yeah. purpose. So I, I think that. Uh, <laughs> as we're sitting and having breakfast, and we've talked over some of the like ones that we've kind of discussed here. Erlen's kind of thumbing over the map. I'm still very concerned about what this sleeper is. It's not that far away, and I've I've spent a bit of time in that region. And what is a sleeper? It's very curious. It doesn't sound dangerous, but exactly. Unless it's you know supposed to be sleeping, we don't want it waking up. Well, I. I feel like the mystery of what the sleeper may be sounds 
far less perilous than something just already labeled orc stronghold. <laughs> that is correct. So, <laughs> I would I would tend to think that that would it would also not be that difficult to get there. We could even perhaps borrow a small boat to travel down the river. Ooh. Well, and then it's not far from a road if we want to head back towards Bree. Right. That's right. true. We could kind of make a little circuit. Yeah. And I don't know, perhaps missing Weathertop wouldn't be such a bad idea. The place creeps me out. Yeah, Glorfindel did say there's been a lot of activity there, which... Every time I go there, I feel like something bad happens to me. No. Well. Mostly just weather, but, you know, <laughs> there's ruins there, and I want to look at them, and every time it's bad. <clears throat> Too foggy. Yes, or wet. Can't take rubbings on wet stone. It's very hard to climb on wet stone. There is that as well. Except for waterfalls. So, I, I think it would be perfectly... Did we know what the rumor was attached to the circle around the Trollshaws? Uh, no. It just says Trollshaws. Something yeah. there in Trollshaws. Like, well, and Glorfindel, and I, I think the prince has also talked to you about it, how, like... More just kind of gen- beasts had been like up. appearing, yeah. spiders and trolls and stuff of that gotcha. nature. Okay. Large also, like things. it is commonly known as the trolls. Troll mm-hmm. So, yeah, say, yeah. isn't that like a known thing? Yeah. yeah. So, not surprising, but danger there. Mm-hmm. Trolls. Sure. At least one troll. Many shaws. <laughs> one troll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a bit shocked by how close things are to Bree. The whites, though that area has always been a bit strange, is unnervingly close. And right in between Bree and the Shire, that doesn't make me feel good. No. I, I would like to head that direction. Yes. I, 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 I do not oppose a trip south to then head back to the north, but I would like to try and keep that area as safe as we can. I agree. I think that's the least we could do for... Our friend Sausage and his people. Yes. I mean, that region has had troubles off and on, but Whites is something else entirely that shouldn't be there. No. I'd prefer it not go any further west. (sighs) So it sounds like we're agreed. Check out what this sleeper is to the south, and then veer north towards our collective homes. Yes. Yeah. And then hope that uh, we leave enough forewarning that should anything happen to us, that someone will find us. Oh, I think we'll be just fine. Besides, uh, Elrond's trusted friend should be joining us at some point on the road. We can give fairly clear directions of where we'll be. Yes. Especially as easy it is to follow the river. Yes, and then get up and look for sleepers. Hopefully it's Norse. That would be easier to find. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you are going to make your way down to uh, Swanfleet, which is down river. Um, uh, It's close near... uh, I fix, I fix. Yes. I'm coming. <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a whole lot of 
uh, things about that area. Um, you would probably know a lot of this airlines just because you've. Ex- in fact, when we met you, were you were exploring Scotland. fairly near there? Yeah. Yes. Um, so there are um, lots of rumors of this place of uh, like swans of like gigantic size in this area. Um, also, otters that uh, talk. And oh. <laughs> friend, <laughs> so I want to talk um, to an otter. Yes, uh, and like just a lot of like strange like creatures and things that that act abnormally in this area. Um, there are uh, there are two settlements uh, near there. There's a town um, called Swantown and Medcott. And Swantown's kind of like the, um, on the west side of the marshes, um, the River Glendowin kind of splits and there's lots of like channels that go through there. You can kind of see it on the map, but it kind of becomes, uh, like a marshy area, but there's a lot of, uh, uh, places through there. Um, just going to temporarily move our arrow. No one freak out. Good plan. Uh, there are, uh, also, um, like some of the things are real. You've probably seen some of them, Erland. But there's also like men are want to do like big exaggerations of things. So some mm-hmm. you know, like there are some things that you're like, okay, yeah, that that could probably, that could be true. Um, but then there's like uh, you know super way out there stories of you know people go in and they don't come out for 300 years and then they still look the same but they're not elves mm. <laughs> and like things like that sort of a uh, rip and winkle type tales these sound like, like hobbit that. stories yes <laughs> yes yeah a little bit um so um the marsh is kind of uh built with a whole bunch of like kind of like islands in it mm. where like it's a little bit higher ground that actually is like buildable and stable and things like that. Um, it is also kind of a haven for people who are on the run because it's a little bit hard to get through there. So, and it's very easy to hide in there. Mm. Um, so a lot of bandits and things like that are known to head in there. Um, sometimes they don't come out uh. or maybe they do and just nobody knows. Uh, so that's a little bit, a little bit like that. Um, I'm trying to look through the notes and see. Um, the people who live there are pretty guarded of outsiders. Um, they have fairly difficult lives. They are well, they, they are known for their wise women who have a deep, deep knowledge of a lot of the things in that area and making medicinal things. They have a very um, long knowledge of history compared to most humans. Um, but they're very guarded by, about who they share it with. Um, and they're also known for being uh, pretty mercurial with their uh, their feelings towards outsiders. So you could show up and they're really happy to see you. And then a few minutes later, yeah, you're running. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Um, yeah. Cool. They sound fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, you... Uh, Erland, I don't know how much do you how much do you know of like the old lore of this area. I think this is where his learning becomes fairly recent. Okay. Um, and not super deep, other than like old elven cities and old cities of 
of men and elves okay. that would have been there because this is outside of where elves live. It's outside of the records that he would have had a lot of access to, I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you would know from maybe studying old maps um, that... Uh, there, like the, there used to be a road from the Whispering Halls of Celebrimbor mm-hmm. to this place. Okay. Um, but that's on very ancient maps, and it is very likely that that road no longer exists. Um, but you, you probably like when you're looking at that, you're like, I feel like that might might be there. Celebrimbor is kind of people, so yes. yeah. Yeah, so like that's the <laughs> thing you would have paid attention to. And yeah. Awesome. Just sitting on the map. Yep. The map, the map, the map. Drawing us a little like waypoint so that everyone can see. We're kind of going here. Mm -hmm. I figure drawing a direct line there seems silly because there is a city right next to it that we could leave the boat, mm-hmm. do whatever, and then get on the road from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense to stop off in a city and maybe like check in with people for rumors and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, the the city is all ruinous, right? Which one? Tharbad. Uh, yeah. Far you know. Still, it's probably yeah. better than. Forging over land to get to sure the marked place on the map. And you said that one of those villages you mentioned is on the west side of that area, so... Yeah. Yeah, Swan Town. Swan Town. As on 10. <laughs> I mean, we all agree that talking otters is probably the exaggerated tale, right? Um, <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, I'm not talking about what you hope might be true. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think Erlen might even be like, hmm, "That's possible." Given how much uh, Runa just talks to our animals like they're people, anyway. <laughs> right, but they, they still don't talk back. Like not these ones. I know, but I have never encountered a talking animal. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Trees can speak. Have you spoken to a tree? I haven't, but I know people who have. <gasps> That's awesome. Between the trees themselves and the shepherds, they, they're quite conversational. Really? Yes. Like all trees or just some? There are some more awake than others. Now I feel badly for all the times I've had to cut down a tree and do things. Well, the, the, the earth provides... It's made for that. Let me just well, say thank you next time. Well, indeed. That's what we tend to do. I'm learning new things every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he kind of nervously glances at all the trees. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And does like a little tip of the helmet. Like... <laughs> the elves in Rivendell, the, the trees in Rivendell might fight back. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm obviously not going to just start chopping down yes. trees. <laughs> oh. We talked about maybe making a boat again. Here, let me just take this. Yeah, this one. This will do. 
<laughs> it doesn't look like a support structure for this beautiful home at all. I think the boat is a good idea. You know I love a boat. I love a good boat. And I think you've made some friends that are the right people to ask. They might have a boat. I can ask. I think that would be wise. Sounds good. Uh, I did want to go about and do some foraging also before we go. Um, if these wise women are fond of uh, medicinal remedies, perhaps we can curry a little favor by bringing them some supplies. Yes. Mm. This valley is quite rich in uh, natural beauty. That is true. And I'm sure they'd also enjoy supplies from not immediately nearby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. You gonna go ask <clears throat> ask for the boat? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a boat. <clears throat> Good morning. Oh, Runa! Hey! hey. Uh, you know, uh, I think we're going to have to wait just a little bit longer before we do our waterfall climb this morning. I'm a little bit too dude, but I'm sorry. I'll bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of it. Um, uh, is, is, is that all right with you? Yeah, of course, actually. Uh, that's not what I came to talk to you about. Oh. Um, we are actually going to be heading out soon, my companions and I. Unfortunately, we can't stay forever. There are some adventurous rumors to the south we were thinking of checking out. Oh. They, they seem like interested in that. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Well, like, what, what were you, where were you thinking of going? Um, we are heading down towards Swanfleet. There are mm. rumors of something called the Sleeper there. Oh, uh, so Illidan and Elor here kind of like look at each other. The Sleeper. Yeah. That's been a... R- rumor for a long time a lot of a lot of humans and other people are talking about it we're not we're not really sure what that is we were we went down there one time to kind of check it out but there wasn't there wasn't much there hmm well maybe there's more now um but we would get there a lot faster if we had a boat oh you guys have a boat we could borrow yeah yeah absolutely we have a boat um yeah there might be something there we we ran into a bunch of really angry old ladies and thought it was probably best that we left. Uh, they seemed very upset, and we didn't want to fight a bunch of... No offense, old human ladies. That... Sure. Yeah. Not all old human ladies are staunch, staunch fighters, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, they sound quite fierce, actually, from what I've heard. Yes. Uh, they had these weird feathers they wore, and it... They, they seemed to know we were coming. It was very strange. Interesting. But uh, hmm. man, hopefully you will have better luck, friend. Maybe we'll have good luck. Yes. Thank you. Uh, if anyone can find it, I'm sure you and your well-read companion and the dwarf can, can do that. It's true. We have pretty good luck adventuring so far. Yes, it seems so. It's quite amazing what you have all accomplished. Thank you. That's a high compliment coming from you. They kind of do the, like, shoulder punch thing. Ah, <laughs> complimented her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we will absolutely ask Dad to give you a boat. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Um, also, 
Um, I wanted to leave you guys with some of my grandmother's favorite wine. It's really awesome. Oh, well, thank you. Um, and if you're ever in Brie, come step by my house. We have a fully stocked bar, and my mom and my grandmother, both adventurers, they would love to tell you stories. They seem a little less enticed by that than other people you've talked to. They're like, oh, talking to your family. <laughs> Thank you so much for the invitation. <laughs> they also is. like to climb things. Oh, oh okay. And fight. They kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> now they seem a little more interested. <laughs> um, if, if we had that direction, we will absolutely do that. Um, I do think that... Uh, that my dad wanted to talk with you all before you leave. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll make sure that the, the boat's waiting for you. Did you want to take the horses on the boat? That's a great question. Probably, yeah, probably. All right, we'll make sure that, that we have that for you. Okay, awesome. And then, like, one of them, like, punches the other and, like, runs, and the other one, like, chases after him. <laughs> They're, like, 2,000-something years old, but this is completely <laughs> accurate, which is the most insane part of yeah. it. <laughs> Very young still. All right. Uh, there you go. Awesome. Boat acquired. Very good. Um, and uh, you were just informed that uh, the princes said that they think that their father wanted to speak with you one more time before you left. I got that. Uh, I would help if you want to go looking for stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would also help. You guys want to forage before we go and talk to Lord Elrond? (laughs) Or do we want to talk to him first? Forage first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like, so I'm going to have you roll, like you were going to be somewhat successful no matter what. Like this is a plentiful, like safe area um, with uh, lots of things growing. Um, I'm going to have you roll scan. Or if you have a another that you'd like to, to explore, um, if you're looking for, yeah, I'll let you roll explore for this. Yay. Okay, I have a pitch. Okay, I have a very specific pitch okay. because this is the place that this would work. Okay, knowing what I know of Rivendell mm-hmm. and the stories of the gardens of Rivendell, mm-hmm. can I use lore to guide us in a good place to go forward? Oh yeah, absolutely. Cool. Also, like. The, as far as the actual gardens, they would probably give you things from the gardens. Yes. Like foraging, I'm assuming you're going outside of okay. like the actual of Rivendell. But you can still absolutely use that. That's the Ireland's version of foraging. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Everyone's like, we're going to go forage. And Aaron's like, yes, and goes straight to the garden. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> now in my head, I have a picture of like the chief gardener is being like the the old man chief groundskeeper from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, just just kind of angry about everything, but had his special view that he was always friends with. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I succeeded with two tanguars. Excellent. Just a plain success for me. Okay. I just exceeded. A, I just succeeded a lot. There's no special <laughs> success. I but I did just succeed by rolling twenty four. Oh wow! That's a, wow, that's a very good success. Um, Erland is like a 
fleet of locusts as <laughs> picking everything from specifically the garden. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, the yeah, you all you are able because you're going with Runa to like lead her through like these this passageway and find like a great area that she just like finds a ton of different herbs and things. We're not going to name them all. Yeah, there's many yeah. good herbs that like wise women will be very excited about um, that are only known in like the parts of Rivendell and and elf areas. So that's very exciting. You actually in your in the garden, you do run into someone like who's uh, well versed in medicine and things like that. I'm not going to name them, <laughs> but um, kind of a specialist who helps. Like, oh yeah, here's these, and this is the time of you. You want to like harvest these, take these, make sure you press these and dry them, and like they are very. They give you all this explanation about specific things that are being grown for medicinal, and um, some of it's for cooking too. So many yeah. notes are taken. And yeah. like quick little sketches of the cutting so mm -hmm. that he remembers which one is which. And yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So you you get a good uh selection of like medicinal and like flavorful herbs that you can use in cooking and also awesome. with trade. And uh, you also get just like great kind of like experience of like kind of the the, the small amount of like wild area around Rivendell. Yeah, I mean, what prettier place could you forage in? Seriously, really? it's just beautiful. Um, yeah. Very exciting. <sighs> Erland, you found a ton. Well, I... Is it all from the garden? Yes, the garden's actually quite vast, and he kind of points to this huge ravine that's just, like, fully grown in. That's all garden? Yes. Wow. <laughs> it's been there for a very long time, but I, I did have help. I'm not the best at this. Helping, knowing where to get help is also a skill, so... Oh, and look, at, I, I, I was given this, and, and literally starts, like, going through all of their notes and just, like, very <laughs> excitedly telling Runa <laughs> suddenly he knows things about plants. <laughs> oh, this is super good, because I have all, most of this. Actually, I didn't know that one. Uh, I have most of this in my head, but I forgot to write it down, so I'm glad you did. Well, now it's recorded somewhere. Excellent. Uh, I We found all this. Wow. Looks like you're building a basket. I mean, a gift basket can't hurt or cause. For women, you said, with feathers? Feathers, yeah. Um, who apparently uh, have the gift of foresight, maybe? They seem to know that the twins were coming when they visited. They did not get a very good reception. They, they do tend to be a little loud for Elm. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Foresight. It's a rare gift. Potentially. All right. Shall we um go visit Lord Elrond before we set ourselves up to depart? I think so. I don't think I have anything else pressing to do before we leave. Yeah, I. I probably pull out some of my slightly better drawings and have them ready to give over as a thanks for the hospitality gift. Mm -hmm. but. Awesome. All right, so you enter um, the main uh, house again, uh, and uh, Elrond's there, and he's uh, 
like his big chair is still up on the thing, but he's not there. He's kind of standing down um, with some of his uh, his uh, friends or his court um, talking about things and kind of uh, getting news. And then like he says something to one of them and they kind of like go off like they're doing things. He's doing important things, Elrondi things. Um, and he notices when you, the three of you walk in. Oh, my friends, uh, I, I heard that you were planning to take your leave and I wanted to make sure that I was, uh, I said my proper farewells and to again impart to you how you were always welcome here. And in fact, I think my sons might in fact disown me if I weren't to offer you specifically, Runa, a open invitation to any time. Thank you. I appreciate it very much, Lord Elrond. They have been most gracious in uh, keeping me company while we were here. I do believe that may be the first time anyone has used the word gracious with my son. And I, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, young Runa. Um, I did have gifts for you before you left. Um, so I would give these to you. And he kind of like beckons with his hand and uh, youngish elf, still older than you, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, comes up and uh, he has uh, some things uh, in like a, on a little pl like platter in front of him, kind of covered. Um, so uh, Lord Elrond picks one thing up um, and hands it to you, Hanar. Uh, it would be a shame for such great talent to go to waste, my friend. And I hope that you will continue to take down the great images that are in your head for yourself and for future generations. Um, and it's, uh, uh, he hands you, it's basically like a rolled up, uh, drawing kit. So it's like oh. a leather bound so you can unroll it and there's like parchment paper, um, and then different, uh, like, like thicknesses of like drawing, like, uh, charcoal, charcoal, charcoal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, in like a little mm -hmm. container at the end and then you can roll it back up. So it's just like a little tube that's a easy travel to travel trip. around. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you most kindly. I, before I leave, the, the improvement that uh, I have made in my efforts, thanks to you and your hospitality, I wanted to leave these here with you for your great library. Oh. If I would be so honored to have them be part of your collection. I would be honored, Master Dwarf. It's quite a unique thing to have such beautiful memories drawn down by, by a dwarf. Thank you. And he like takes it and then he puts it back on the tray like where uh, where he just handed you the things. Um, then next, young Runa, this is for you. He hands you what uncovers like a small like beautifully carved like silver knife. Um, and it's uh it's it's like a utility knife. It's not like magical or anything like that. But it's like it's 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 very finely made. It's something like. It, it sort of expected you to, like, you can pull it out every night at a meal. And mm -hmm. so it's that sort of knife. Um, awesome. It's, uh, something like this will always come in handy. And we hope that with its many uses, it will remind you of your, your being welcome here and your time here with us. Thank you. This is incredibly beautiful. And I will most definitely get amazing use out of it and always remember my time here. How could I forget? <laughs> this has been an amazing time. He kind of like gives you like, kind of like a dad-like smile. <laughs> um, and young Erland, uh, for all the time that you spent in our great library, um, 
have two gifts for you. One is not from me. So he hands you um, a, a book that is, it looks like handwritten, um, probably in the same handwriting that a lot of the books were written in. Mm -hmm. um, and it is, it's not an extensive, but it's sort of like a Cliff Notes history of Middle Earth and the world. Um, and you, you probably, if you ask, he will confirm, but you suspect it's probably in his own hand. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the many things that he's written. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is from me, and I would like to point out that there are many empty pages at the end, so that the history can continue and be added to. Thank you very much. Um, and this... He looks a little annoyed, but like trying to hide it. And he reaches down into his robes and pulls out um, uh, kind of a, a small, it, it's a pin. It's not like super fine quality. It's, it's, it's silver. Um, it's very worn. Um, and he hands it to you. And there's a small like emerald in the middle of it. Oh. Um, it's a, it's an okay mm -hmm. quality jewel. Um, and he hands this was sent to you by young Estelle. Oh. He wants you to remember him in case, in case you need another person in your adventuring party. Ah. Uh, I'd like yes. to make it very clear that is not to happen. Of course, my lord, that is understood. He takes a moment and really looks at Runa. <laughs> <laughs> and also at Hannah. <laughs> but really back again to Runa. Understood. The young man has much to do, and he has much to learn before he is of age, and his instruction is not to be interrupted. It is probably best that none outside these walls know he's here. And none shall. But he wanted to be remembered by you. And I shall remember him. And Erlen puts the pin actually on uh, one of the places where his cloak is secured. Because it's secured in, like, five places. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I will take my leave, and I send you with my greatest wish of your good fortune. If there's anything else... Oh, I did hear you needed a boat. It's... My sons are taking care of it. Um, but I hope that we do see you again here at Rivendell. It has been... Quite an experience. And he like gives you a, a, a medium deep bow. Erlen bows super deep then. <laughs> I, I will also ensure to continue to write back with things that we may find as we travel. And we will also send word to Lord Glothendel. Yes, he will. I'm no doubt be following your adventures with great interest. You've made quite the impression on many of us here. Your hospitality is somehow greater than it is been rumored and written of. Well, we'll have to make sure that the rumors are more accurate then. I can think of no more beautiful place than I've been either uh, for its landscape or its people. Well... That's only true because you haven't been to my mother-in-law's home. But soon. I have no doubt that in your strange travels you will make your way there eventually. And uh, 
just be careful. Glorfindel shared his thoughts with you, and I know you have seen the patterns of darkness as well. But I have faith that you have such lights in your souls that you will be able to stand against it. And he kind of nods and smiles, and then he kind of turns and goes back to what he's doing. <clears throat> this is now the most important book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think, like, on the way out, <clears throat> Hanar, like, casually walks close to some of the other elves on the way out of the room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this place should be called the first homely house. Not the last. Quite nice. <laughs> Trying to start a more accurate rumor. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute. I love it. Very good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, on your way out, while you're collecting uh, your ponies, um, you see probably the most beautiful horse you've ever seen. Like... Stunning, like huge white, like super majestic, and uh, looks at you like kind of like Ranier looks at you, like smarter than an animal's supposed to be. Would you say it's kingly looking? Yeah, totally. <laughs> kingly looking horse. I'm kind of like looks a little confused about this strange motley crew of people who've walked into their stables, and then kind of like glances over at your ponies, and then is like, yeah. There's like a horsey shrug. Like, yeah, makes sense, I guess. And then turns back around. <laughs> I feel like when Runa notices that it looks like it has like that look of mm-hmm. Ranyar, she like waves at it. <laughs> like, hey. It kind of does the like you ever watch like Mr. Ed the the, the horse there? <laughs> like kind of shaking its head at you, kind of like, hey. Um Yeah. And then uh when it looks at you, uh uh Hanar. It kind of like studies you for a moment and then kind of like bows its head just a little bit. Is there anybody near the horse or is the horse sort of just on its own? No, it's chilling in its stall. It's okay. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I'll walk over there and pull out one of my rock candies and oh. <laughs> to the horse. Like, oh. <laughs> it walks over and like very daintily, like gently picks up the rock candy and then happily munches and does its little like. Horses do like a little tail mm-hmm. thing when they're happy too. Yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> thing, and it does that and kind of whinnies at you. You can hear the crunch. Yeah, there's a big <laughs> yeah much crunching, very happy crunching. So, and that's Asphalith, who is uh, Glorfindel's very famous horse. And uh, the, in the movies, uh, that's the horse that Arwen rides to get away from the the Ringwraiths. It's technically supposed to, be, supposed to be Glorfindel in that scene, but they needed Arwen to do more for the movies, so they put her there instead. They didn't give her things that she actually... Anyways. Yeah, it's a whole... <laughs> End of rant. <laughs> Stopping myself there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I had to add the pretty horsey. Yeah. So. Um, you lo- load the ponies, unless there's something else you wanted to do. Um, and yeah, you have a... Uh, it's a riverboat. It's a, a, a fairly large riverboat. It's definitely not anything like the boats you saw... For the ocean faring, oh sure, yeah, um, and it it doesn't really have a cabin in it. Um, it's kind of flat. It's it's got sides to it a little bit, but it doesn't have a very deep hole. Um, and there's a um, beautifully uh, uh, woven like tent on top on the deck, which is where for you to sleep in. Um, and the horses are tied up in this railing, kind of near the front. Um, so it's 
kind of gentle looking. If you think of kind of uh, in like historical movies where it's like the queen riding on the Thames and like mm. it's sort of like there's a large kind of canopy tent for with basic shelter. Mm-hmm. It's not made to like withstand a hurricane or a blizzard, <laughs> but um, it is very high quality elven weave cloth. So it will be like more than enough for most of what you probably will encounter. We'll see. Erlen goes straight to the stern and is like, this is where I belong because this is where the the tiller is and I'm going to guide us down this river. Perfect. That's a nice part that we don't have to row or pole our way down the river really. Mm -hmm. I'm a little concerned about getting the boat back somehow. That's tomorrow's problem. Horses. Certainly, but... Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, away we go then. Yeah. All right. Start going down the river. Um, we don't have to actually. We're not going to do a journeying phase for the river. I feel. I mean, unless you all really want to. No. I'm okay. Not. We're going to have plenty of journey ahead of us. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of journeying. Um. So we're gonna have it will be a it will be a little bit of a journey, um, but because it's on a river, um, it'll be a much shorter journey than it normally would be, and um, so we're not gonna do the rolls and stuff like that. But I would like to have. Um, why don't we do one roll just to see like overall what kind of trip it is? Okay. Um, so I'm actually going to have I'm gonna modify it a little bit. Because you're not going to be hunting. <laughs> you're not going to be really... Like, you can be scouting and keeping an eye out, but you can't really change course based right. on what you see. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually going to have you all roll the guide roll. And that'll just be, like, three different days of your journey down the river. Okay. Um, so... No, it's been, a, it's been a hot minute since we've done this. That's fine. He's fine. <laughs> is it? Is it fine? <laughs> oh no. So you're all rolling travel. And we'll just. Yeah. We don't get any bonuses for being on a river, do we? Well, we're not going to count the hexes, so we're not going to worry about okay. that. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a Tangor, but I failed. Oh, okay. I failed. Okay. Period. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a normal success. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wait. I rolled favored. Oh, Oh, good. No. (laughs) I rolled another one. Okay. Twice on my feet die. I rolled a one. The dice said no. It is fated. Seven and seven for some reason. (laughs) Sure. All right. uh, Then please roll a a feet die for me, each person. Oh, jeez. So that's the D12. Me too, or... Oh, yeah. Yours will just be a success. So whatever happens. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Gandalf rune. All right. I got a 10. A 10. Okay. Oh, no. So the two who failed. Rolled well. Rolled amazing events. And, and the I one got an eye. And you got an eye. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. This is very mixed. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So you failed. So you don't actually get the good thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's going to happen is uh, we're going to have uh, these moments. We'll, we'll just go from this side of the table to that side of the table. 
Um, so you rolled a 10? Yes. So as uh, you're, you're going down the river, and this is like one of the first couple days, because it's, a, it's a, about a week's journey on the river. Um, <laughs> and the, the kind of the audience, like we kind of see, like you're all there on the boat and you're doing different things. Maybe you're playing music or whatever you're doing. Um, and we kind of see uh, as like we look past you, like on the riverbank, we see Leorin and Ranyar. And they are kind of looking like, and you, for just a moment, uh, suddenly like Ranyar barks, but it's one of those things that like another sound like happens at the same moment. So you the, on the boat don't hear it. Oh no. Um, so, and you can kind of see like Leorin be like, what, what? and he looks really annoyed. <laughs> and then he and Ranyar kind of look at each other. And then they start walking. <laughs> so, Amazing. Because uh, on your thing, you had a chance meeting is what you, mm. you rolled. Okay. But you failed, so you didn't get it. But we missed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so the next thing is uh, a joyful sight, which unfortunately you double failed. Yep. So you do not get a joyful sight. So what is the incredible thing that would have been a joyful sight to Erland, but you, for some reason, like, miss it? Hmm. We can come back if you need it. Yeah, give me give me a minute. Okay. Let's go ahead then to Hanar. My success evil. Yeah, your success. But <laughs> well luckily, like the I means terrible misfortune. Right. So we'll have this be like down, you're almost near uh the the area where you're heading. And um what terrible thing happens that you narrowly avert from happening? Because hmm. you're so lucky with boats, you know. Right. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Hannah's getting on boats again. No. Like he kind of got excited with the the whole day sail out, and that went very well. And he's and like, blend, yeah. "Oh, okay, this this could be all right." And so now we tried it again, also an elven boat, and it's still just been a terrible time. Uh, I think maybe we come to a part where. The river be shallows, mm -hmm. uh, and one part becomes a little bit like a rapid. Um, mm -hmm. So there's some rocks and things in the way, and we just skirt the edge of it. Like, it gets a little hairy. The boat kind of starts to dip, and we take on a little bit of water, and the horses get annoyed because they get wet. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're okay. Like, we get to the other side of it. Like, oh, okay. Unexpected. This river's been fairly calm, mm -hmm. but yeah. Good job. All right. I think as we cross from the the forested area near the Ranger Haven, as is marked on Glorfindel's map, mm -hmm. um, it's near the Horwell Forest area. Mm -hmm. We like break out of the forest, and there's a small like farm or something, very pastoral, beautiful. And people just doing simple, you know, people everyday life things. But mm -hmm. it's something that Erland would just love to see because it's an area that he's never been and people he's never talked to. And they're farming and it's like an interesting kind of cultivation that he's never seen before. And he's so focused still on trying to deal with two rivers meeting mm -hmm. and the flow of that, that he's looking at the river and he's not looking at the shore at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. 
So after this kind of mixed journey, um, you arrive down near Tharband, um, which is a ruin. But right before there, it, there is kind of the turn off where it splits onto into the Swan Fleet area, which is the marshes there. Um, yeah. So what would you like to do? Would you like to sail to Tharband? Um, you might have. Pro I'm sure you've probably been there, Erland. At least, or near there, yeah. at least to Starbent, see it. yes. Yeah, because those are just, they're, they're very well-known ruins um, that uh, have been kind of abandoned since um, there was a great plague. And then after that, the remaining uh, people there were kind of wiped out by floods. Um, but it's been quite some time since that. So so they are ruins. And we, we did cross through there. Um, yeah, we, we did. A while ago at this point. But oh, yeah, that's right. Know. Yeah. When they first... We're coming when you're we first coming back from picking up Ireland at the very beginning, like session mm -hmm. one or one. Yeah, and yeah. Have, yeah. session one. Amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think it's a place that we've been, I think, collectively. Yeah. It's close enough that it's definitely a place that it's we've on probably... a road from Bree. Yeah. 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 It's not like a big mysterious place, it's a, a well known landmark. It's probably sort of the end of the sort of trading path that I frequented. Like I come down sense. here, yeah. maybe catch some of the farmer folk along the way through this valley, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And then I kind of get there, camp the night and turn around and start heading back the other way. Yeah. So. But I mean, it's a pretty good place to tie up a boat. Yeah. Yes, it is. Especially going to Marshland, I might want to leave the horses there as well. Okay. Yeah. Horses and marshes. Yeah, not the best. Whole swamp of sorrows situation we could skip. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Sorry. Ooh, well, it's okay. <laughs> Our horses have plot armor. <laughs> they yeah, do. Hundred percent. Actually, I don't know if I've said it in this campaign, but I have like so like I have no memory of that part of the movie. Oh, like I have no, I know I saw that. Oh, movie. just skip it every time. Yeah, I just I just I don't know don't. if like when I was a kid, my mom knew enough to skip that part, and I just actually never saw it, or if I watched the movie and I just blocked it out because I, like, until I started seeing the GIF as an adult, I was like, what is this? And, oh no! And Sam was like, you have to have seen that movie. I'm like, yeah, I totally. That's not in it. He's like. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I saw somebody that 3D printed the oh. horse and, and what's his name? I don't remember the character now. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, with like, and then glued a little piece of yarn like he's pulling and they put him in two plotted plants. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, <laughs> that's delightful. <laughs> there was someone who used to cosplay as that. And like he had like the horse's head that like would be in on the carpet of whatever uh, convention we were at. It's like pulling it out. <laughs> that was very funny because sometimes it was like a ridiculous carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. I'm, Wild anyway. casino carpet. Yeah, exactly. All right, not, not giving myself for tone. I apologize. Um, all right. Uh, so you make it there. Uh, there are uh, there are pathways through. Um, you can also try and take the boat if you wanted, but um, it, especially you, Erlen, like as a as a. Mariner, uh, you would know, like, that's not going to get us super far. Yeah. Also, like, the oars are probably pretty good size for a boat this big. And Yeah. And I wouldn't want to endanger a, a loner boat. Correct. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not our boat to take risks with. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
sounds very nice and responsible. So we drag it ashore in Tharband and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Leave the horse to guard it. Yeah. They'll do a good job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so you get... Uh, you start walking in and... Uh, like an hour or so, you get to... What you see is Swantown. So it's kind of on the west side of the marshes. It's kind of the first place you get to. Um, and... Uh, it's kind of hidden on a marshy island. Um, the village is kind of a mix of buildings on stilts, kind of like similar to like what we see in like marshy areas, um, like what we see also like in the south or in Florida stuff sometimes right near the ocean. Um, and then also up on higher land, there's also some that are kind of made of earth. Um, if they're if they happen to be lucky enough to actually be on a, like solid ground there um, and uh, It doesn't seem like there's a, a huge population there um, and they are kind of side-eyeing you um, the people here are uh, Hunter-gatherers, so you see a lot of things hanging up. There's lots of birds and fish that they've caught in the marshes. Um, there are roots and some berries and things like that out to dry. Um, they do not have like livestock or crops of their own. And so it's a, it's a little bit of a meager existence, um, but they seem for the most part healthy and like it's not like definitely not fancy but it's not like impoverished like like starving to death and these are mostly humans yes very much um and uh they seem a bit where you can tell they do have things from the outside they have knives and things like that that they definitely probably aren't doing any mining around here so they they mm. do have some sort of access to trade of some type and things like that you can tell as well it must be really hard to make a smithy here yeah <laughs> yeah everything is just a little wet. <laughs> so <Yeah>. damp. <laughs> so Everything rain. is so damp. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just it, it just seems like like they have uh, like like wooden shoes that they wear to help kind of keep themselves and they're a little bit tall to kind of keep themselves out of the mud. Everything is kind of designed around <laughs> around mud and and, and walking around. Um, they have uh, like similar to like like Dutch shoes, they actually have shoes that they wear that are made of leather that then slip inside kind of these large clogs that they wear um, when they're actually walking about. Um, when we get to the marshland, because Erlen wears this long, beautiful yes. robe that you would wear when you live by the sea. Yes. Um, and he looks at the marshland mm -hmm. and you just see him start to like gather it up and like <laughs> tie it up as much as possible. Mm -hmm. and and so he looks very, like, bunched at the waist as we get to the marshland. <laughs> it's just, like, just underneath his leather uh, cuirass that he wears. It's mm -hmm. very funny looking. Amazing. Um, so, let's see. They're... It's almost like one of those loose fabric rope belts. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like... Um, it seems like it's a hard life, um, but everyone here seems mostly healthy. Um, there are a few places that do have, um, there are like some chickens in certain places, but that seems to be kind of the only thing that is really being raised for any type of food. There are some dogs. Um, there are some that you can tell are like guard dogs that are in specific places for specific reasons. Um, but that's kind of all the, the animals you see. There aren't really any horses or anything of that type here. And yeah. 
Um, then, yeah, and, and as you're walking through, you're getting major side eye. Uh. Ireland says hello when people look at them. <laughs> uh, very, like, they don't really respond. Some of them, like, look a little confused. They'll, like, look at each other. Like, once in a while, you'll see a kid who kind of, like, looks at you and is like, Hi. And then, like, they're grabbed and, like, pulled along. <laughs> like, even the kids don't seem, like, super excited to see you. They're, like, a little confused and a little afraid. It's kind of like that automatic, like, hello, hi, like, just, like, training. And then, like, mm -hmm. they don't even really want to say it. And then they're pulled off along. Um, Hannah, have you ever done any trading here? I have not. Mm. I tend not to cross the river. Hmm. Do you want to make some friends? Always. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to kind of look around for the ladies with the feathers mm -hmm. to see if I can... I want to find who's in charge and make friends. Okay. Um, you don't see anyone who strikes you as, like, the wise woman that the princess described to you. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure if it was my mistake, but... Um, uh, yeah, actually, I don't think they described it at all. So, yeah. Never mind. Okay. I'm fast forwarding in my head. So um, after you've been there a few minutes, you hear kind of off like around. It's not a very big village, but like kind of around. Mm -hmm. Well, where are they then? Well, well take me there. And, uh, coming down the road and a moment later, you see um, a very large man. He's uh, older. He's like a little bit outside middle aged. So the equivalent of, like, a very healthy, like, 60-year-old. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely not peak physical condition for his life, but someone who has been very physical for most of his life and, like, could still take care of business if he needed to, depending on who the other person was. Um, like real-life Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. a good one. Um, and he's got, like, a, a large hat on his head that has lots of feathers sticking out of it. Um, in a way that is meant to look impressive and somehow looks, um, not so impressive. Um, <laughs> someone trying to dress a, above their, their station, as it were. Mm -hmm. Um, so. Feathers are fancy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Many feathers like it. Like, nice fabrics that are a little worn, mm -hmm. um, that are kind of com in a weird combination. So things that they've picked up here or there or purchased from different people um, that are just meant to look fancy. Yeah. Um, he is wearing, like, a leather, like, scale armor underneath that is actually, like, good quality. It's older. It's worn a bit, um, but has definitely been functional in the past. There's some, like, scrapes and stuff on it where you can tell... That was probably a spear at one point, mm -hmm. making that, you know, and it's been repaired and things like that. And it fits him very well. Um, and that is the one thing that really, like, strikes you as, nope, that is absolutely his. And he also has a large sword on his hip, which he he moves like that has always been there as well. And I then he also has these large coats that are kind of layered. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> which... Thinking about how moist it is is probably a little uncomfortable, but he doesn't seem bothered by it. Um, and uh, yeah, he's. I feel like his attempts to be fancy are also undermined by the fact that we literally just came down the river from Rivendell. Like, yeah. 
I think hearing someone who has the voice of authority, Erlen turns mm-hmm. to go and like do his like charming elf thing and then sees the man and then looks at Runa with just giant <laughs> eyes, just like, help me. <laughs> like, uh, I got this. It's okay. <laughs> uh, um, yes. Is there any chance of identifying what kind of feathers are on this hat? Um, there are a few that are, like, white. Uh, there are some that you, especially as someone who's done a lot of trading, could tell were uh, from, like, far reaches, like, more tropical places. Mm. Some of them are, like, big colors. Some of them look very old. Um, like, he traded for them many years ago, or, you know, maybe he found some of them. One of them looks suspiciously like a quill that he just thought was very fancy. Like a dyed quill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, so, uh, and some of them you also suspect may have been painted, and he may not have realized that, and he either purchased or traded for them because he thought they were beautiful, or who knows. Just a crazy cacophony of gotcha, random gotcha. stuff. But they don't, they, that's what I would, they, they aren't all like from a similar creature. No, no. Like a giant swan. No, there like, are a few that look like large white feathers that might be from a swan. Okay. Um, but it's a little hard to tell because it's just like... Well, they definitely look bigger than chicken fe- oh, feathers. Oh, yeah. That I mean, there are chicken feathers too. Sure. But <laughs> they're... Right yeah. A little bit of everything. But yeah, there are definitely some where if you're like specifically looking for swan feathers, there are some that look like very large swan feathers. Hmm. All right. Um, whether they are real or not. Who knows? I'm I'm not a feather expert by any means. No, yeah. Just, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm. It it makes sense as a, someone who's done a lot of trading sure. that yeah, you'd yeah. be able to kind of recognize like finer things and feathers are something that people would trade for along with fabrics and such things. Um, all right. <clears throat> I am Master Blackbriar. I am the master of Swan Town, and I would like to know what you are doing in my town. Good day, Master Blackbriar. We could see by your appearance that you are indeed in charge here, and I am so excited to speak with you. Um, I'm definitely using my ring on this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) My uh, comrades and I are adventurers. We have been traveling the lands, um, helping people, taking care of dangerous problems, Mm -hmm. investigating rumors, and generally trying to... um, Make a difference. Uh, we find ourselves in your beautiful town, and we've heard many interesting rumors. Okay. I'm going to have you roll its courtesy. Yeah. Ring. yeah. Please roll courtesy for me. Okay. He is, uh, he wants to be very important, and he is prone to flattery, but he's also lived many things. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. I, think I succeeded, but oh. the dice tried hard for me not to. Oh. <laughs> Rude. So you got just a, a just a regular success. success. Okay. Yeah. He like scans you. Like takes a, he takes a beat. Like he doesn't even mind. Like, and he just kind of like looks at you for a minute, and you get the vibe like hmm, another life. Maybe we would have thought about things. Like he definitely has the look of someone like, and you can tell he's reading your fighting ability, and also just, like, how full of bullshit you are. Uh (laughs) And this is someone who has had a rough life. Yeah. And, like, knows bullshit when they see it, but also really likes being important now and wants to continue to being important. And his 
two sides are kind of at war. <laughs> he knows you're full of bullshit. But everyone in town is looking at you treating him like the actual master of Swantown, and he he likes that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, who might you be? My name is Runa of Bree. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Bree is a fine town. We sometimes have people here from Bree. And why are you with them? These are my stout comrades who have been through many a battle with me. As um, you said that you meddle in things. that You mentioned that a moment ago. We do. Um, this is uh, Erland of Mithland and Hanar of... I forget what Durin's book. Yeah, Durin's yeah. book is good. Yeah. That's, That's fine. That's legit. That's the title. I think... I, I, yeah, I don't think he's ever said his father's name to you. Mm-hmm. He's probably he's, never he's asked. Hanar. Yeah. Just Hanar. Hanar. Because yeah. the only time it came up was when I was away from them. Yeah, that's you were, right, that's you right. were with dwarves when yeah. you said that. That's right. Um, uh, when yeah. she says my name, I will give him like a like a solid like metal armor chest thump. Kind oh, okay. of. Nice. He likes that. Erlen just has a delicate elven bow. <laughs> <laughs> Not a macho bone in his body. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, why don't you roll, like, why don't you all roll inside for me? Oh. There's not, like, if you don't get it, there's not a penalty, but I just want to figure out how much you can figure out about this person. Okay. Uh, inside. No. <laughs> That's three total. <laughs> success. Just regular success. My target number Nothing. is above a three. Nothing terrible, okay. but just not not success. Okay, yeah, you figure he's got like 12 feathers in his hat. That's a lot. Okay. Um, I think I'm marveling at Runa's diplomacy. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I think I probably get a little judgy about like, he's their big fighting man and he's got like a sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Runa's got two and she definitely like turns a little bit so mm-hmm. she can yeah. see that she has two swords. She does the like fists under the thigh. <laughs> Between between uh, us, we have brought more metal to this town than they have. <laughs> Probably, <Like>. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to have... I want... Uh, Hannah, I want you to roll lore. Oh. Or specifically... And since you've been here before, you can take one extra success die. Because you've been to this area before. Oh. All right. A success with a Tanguar. All right. Nice. So, Sorry, I leaned forward to roll. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you know, like, when he says his name, like, Blackbriar, they kind of, like, like, there's a little memory there of a group of bandits that used to kind of rule this area. And Blackbriar was the well-known kind of, like, second in command of that, this big, uh, like, bandit... Excuse me, bandit troop. Hmm. That was a long time ago, uh, especially for humans. But like, it's not a huge leap to assume that this might be the same person in a new phase of their life. Interesting. Did the other townsfolk seem to be looking at him with a little bit of fear? Or is it more like they're looking just curios- curiously at us? They're focused more on his interaction with you. Like, they're okay. interested to see what you do with him. They don't seem to be, like, he's not, like, beating them into submission. Gotcha. Um, there's some of them, 
don't seem to like him very much, but mm. it's not, it's more like a... It doesn't yeah. seem like this town is being held hostage by this bandit troop and they're all Not by him specifically, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, you also, Runa, since you got a success on your insight, like, you can tell because you fought a lot of bandits and thieves and unsavory types. Mm -hmm. Like, just after watching him a little bit and interacting with him a little bit, you're like... Oh, I know. I, I recognize kind of what you are. Mm -hmm. So he is now in a a place where he's trying to go legit. I guess is uh -huh. the best way of explaining it. Um, he might have taken power by force. It doesn't seem like the people here are in danger from him, but there's definitely an element of like this might have been his bandit retirement plan. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Just not currently banditing, so all right. Yeah. <laughs> but but it also like as you're like, we go through the the world and we take care of bad things and we it's like maybe not the best the way best to win angle. him over. Mm -hmm. She's gonna switch tactics a little bit and amp up the flattery mm -hmm. um and uh comment on his plumage. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> is that a red wing? feather in your cap. Those are quite rare. Well, it is uh, red. Yes. It yes. is a red feather from a wing. This is I a made-up bird. Yes. Those only come from the northern part of the Thistledown Forest. I'm very impressed that you would have one. Oh, yes. Uh, he, he does kind of like primp up a little bit of that and like, oh, he likes it. Yes, I, I am a bit of a collector of different feathers. I see. You must be quite the connoisseur. Um, you must do tell me where you got it over drinks. Uh, I would be glad to. Yeah, yes. Uh, why don't why don't you uh, take, come with me to the? Well, we don't really have a tavern, but we have a, a large table outside the 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 meeting house that we Out sometimes drink. Out of doors is even better. We can take in this beautiful landscape. Yes. He kind of like looks around awkwardly and claps. Like you summoning someone, and like everyone kind of looks at each other, like they don't know what that means. <laughs> 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 like, are there servants? Yeah. <laughs> and all the people seem confused too. So then he's like, "Ale, get drinks, get drinks!" And like three people run off to do it, and then he's like, uh, "This way, this way!" And he turns around, like kind of grabbing the edge of like three of his his like coats, and like kind of tries to spin it like a cape, but they're not quite full enough, so they kind of just look awkward. And then walks off very importantly, like he expects you to follow him. All right. Well, a reception <laughs> indeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're making friends. It's fine. Um. So yeah, you. Uh, there's a large, like, very rustic. <laughs> maybe a little bit rotting, like, table sure. out, like, kind of in the middle of kind of what is sort of like a town square. Like, the houses are all kind of around this this area. Um, there are some houses that are almost above it because they seem to, like, wherever there's solid land, they just build, like, really close to each other. Um, so it's almost like it's not really indoors, but there's a roof of, like, different houses over it. As we walk, and Erlen kind of, like, is like, this is not a social interaction that I will have any... Uh, contribution that will help us. Mm -hmm. uh, so he turns into that anthropologist mode and starts to look around 
and is like looking at the buildings and starting to sketch the structure of the buildings. He's suddenly realizing I'm surrounded by houses that are on top of water and starts <laughs> to just draw and write notes about the architecture here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it is. It's is it? pretty impressive. Like, yeah. Are the houses like the European thing where they got taxed on the amount of square footage of the first floor. <laughs> so then the second floor goes out a few feet and the third floor goes out a few more feet. There's like, like a strange amalgamation of it. Like some of them like connect to each other and yeah, some okay, of them, yeah. yeah, it's like if two people got married and they were living like, and then they inherited their houses, they like connected them and some of them built out as far as they could. And then like, you could see pieces were chopped off, like their neighbor built out. Like it's just this strange kind of tangled maze above you yeah, that, yeah looks like it seems solid enough but like it looks like it should be teetering even though it it, it isn't which is worth the drawing yeah <laughs> <laughs> frantic drawing yeah um i'm so getting like a very like swamp punk vibe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like that yeah. um and uh, there's lanterns and torches everywhere um and there's a little bit of even though it's kind of the middle of the day it's still a little dark there's just a little bit of a haze over it um, just because it is a marshland, so they they have they don't have to worry too much about fire because <laughs> everything is damp. Um, so uh, yeah, it's just kind of looking above you. It's like looking through kind of like a maze of all these different houses, and everybody seems to know exactly which ones which. And some of them have ladders. Some of them, the fancy ones, have like kind of stairs. Mm -hmm. um, generally, like the stairs have like 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 darker areas at the bottom where you can tell it's sometimes been submerged. Mm. Um, some of them, there's like what might be a dock, but there's not any water there right now, but maybe different parts of the year there are. And uh, some of them just have like ropes <laughs> and things like that. And a lot of them have uh, like buckets that are attached mm. to ropes so that people don't have to go all the way down to get things up to them. So there's just lots of little gizmos and kind of like, smart ways of, of doing things for such a inhospitable uh, climate for people to live. Cool. Yeah. Um, so they, they you come to this large table that is on one of the areas that you can tell the houses are a little bit lo lower. There are actually a few you can kind of see that are up a hill a little bit, and there's actually a few trees there. Um, so this is like what you can kind of surmise, like this probably is not underwater very often or ever. And this seems to be kind of like the gathering area. There's a bit of a platform. It's not really a stage, but if someone like wanted to perform or give a speech or something, they'd probably stand on it. It's a little bit bigger than like a few boxes pushed together. And uh, there's like a big, uh, that kind of big rotting table kind of under there. Mm -hmm. Even though there are still kind of houses above you a little bit, this is one of the few places you can kind of like go and sit at the table and look up and it kind of like, there's a break, you can kind of see the sky. Nice. Yeah. And uh, you kind of brushes it off and tries to go choo, choo, in like skirt, like some kind of sort of half like asleep drunks, like are kind of shoot off the other end of the table. <laughs> and he kind of like pushes them and kind of kicks them and they go off and grumbling and uh, come, come sit, sit. And he like claps again and again, like people look confused. And then like six cups of ale show up like at about the same time and he pretends like he meant to do that. and Perfect amount. Yeah. Gerald <laughs> starts to count on his fingers. He's like... Yeah, Bruna only... just takes two. So generous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think Hannah does the same. I think 
He reaches out and grabs two handles <laughs> yeah. in one yeah. hand and just brings it back. And... <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, uh, it's not great. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. not not great. Um, it is like the like the Coors Light equivalent of like like swamp beer. <laughs> yeah, not great. Um, yeah, starting with swamp water is not the way to go for no. brewing beer. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, I think Erlen takes a polite sip and then puts the mug down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, have you have you come to trade? Have you come to uh, what? What brings you here? Well, we were just passing through the area generally, um, and couldn't help but take a little detour after we heard some of the fascinating rumors about this area. Oh. Um, I, out of character. I don't remember exactly the rumors. There were some silly ones like Swamp, giant swans, talking, talking otters, otters um, and the sleeper. And the sleeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she'll kind of list them. She's like, really, our curiosity was piqued by the variety of rumors of giant swans, God, talking animals, swans. and something called the sleeper. Oh. I, the swans are real. The otters are real. Oh, never been able to catch one of those. I always thought I could trade it for fortune of riches, but the little bastards are very smart and they get away. Uh, wait, wait. The otters are real and they talk? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Good gravy. All right. Most fascinating. I'm so pleased that we came through here. I would certainly love to meet one. Where have you found them? Wherever I don't want one. They tend to get up in your business if they think that they could make a coin off of you. They are very fond of little trinkets and such things. They like collecting shiny things. (laughs) (laughs) How delightful. Uh, But, uh, the, the swans and fairly dangerous. I would uh, keep your distance. I don't know if you've ever met a goose, but swans are in that family. And these ones are ancient and very large. How large? Horse? Well, I mean, I've, it's been a while. Last time I saw one, I got knocked unconscious. But uh, yes, good. Quite large, uh, not quite horse size. I mean, maybe a small horse. So, what, what specifically horse would you mean? Like a pony? Like maybe a small pony size. Pony size swan. That is quite formidable. It's mm-hmm. significantly larger than they're meant to be. Yes, I, indeed. I've heard of them breaking a. a uh, he kind of like is about to say like bandit, uh-huh. <laughs> like a uh, warrior's arm, like without even thinking about it, in oh. a single wave of their. Very large wings. Do they trouble your people much? Oh no, they're deep, deep in the in the mm. marsh. Oh, I see. They That's... tend to avoid us, like we avoid them. The the wise women, though, the weird witches of Medicott, they talk with them all the time. I think I don't know. Ah, mm. we have heard of them. Yes. Oh, steer clear of those. Oh, such wild witch wenches. <laughs> They've got strange magics that can, like, control dreams and tell the future and such things, but pays a steep price for it. 
What sort of price? I don't know. I don't deal with them. But I've seen them. Uh, I got a feather off of one. Oh. Yes, I had the strangest dreams for about a month. And then, thank goodness, it went back to being normal because I didn't want to take it off my hat. But uh, they also like want prices and things from the outside and ask you to go get fuzzy mushrooms from somewhere else. It's very strange. They hmm. might know about the sleeper. I don't, don't know about that at all. Hmm. Perhaps we should ask them. It's most intriguing. It is. Um, I am still fascinated about the otters. Perhaps we'll, we'll meet one. I hope we so. We will have to travel farther into the marsh here, you implied, to, to find these wise women. Oh, yeah. I, they've only ever found us when they want to. Uh, Hmm. I can't give you specific directions. In fact, you may have to find an otter. They are quite quite helpful if you can give them a trinket, and they might actually take you to the witches. That is good to know. Yes, but keep an eye on them. Sometimes they'll take you the wrong way and demand another trinket to get you back, and then it's two weeks before you get back and you've lost all the feathers in your hat. It, it, ah. it, 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 it can happen to anyone. Yes. It's wise to be cautious. Especially of speaking otters. They're mischievous without speaking. This is true. Perhaps we could uh, grace you with a, a tale of our journeys or... A song. A song. Good, yeah. We could do that. Is repayment for your hospitality? He looks in not interested, but the people around him, like behind him, were like, oh, I saw music. Oh, we haven't had music. Very well, that sounds lovely. He does not seem like a worldly or a cultured person. <laughs> we're going to play the heck out of a song for the okay. Yeah. I was like, what's the biggest banger we have in our repertoire? Let's go. Get that drum. Yeah, whatever our most popular one is. Like a ruckus tavern song. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not one about crushing bandits in any way. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll say that you have uh, a song that you learned uh, about uh, all the different types of beer and, oh, and, and ale there Crowd are. pleaser, yeah. yes. And... Uh, yeah, it's got a rousing chorus where you like list off different types of, of drinks and like it's one of those things like by the second or third verse, like everybody knows it and kind of like joins in at the chorus. Um, and then there's a descant at the end that's like really catchy. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, yeah. And everyone seems very, very impressed. Uh, they... Uh, they cheer for you, and they see, they, 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 and he, like, even he seems like, oh, okay, this is the kind of music, like, he didn't seem like he was expecting that type of music from you, so he's, like, even, like, kind of tank, swinging his tankard and, like, <laughs> super out of tune, like, kind of saying the, the cor singing oh, the chorus awesome. with you, yeah, yeah. So he, he's into tavern songs, was not expecting that from, <laughs> from the likes of a strange Motley crew uh, with an L. So... <laughs> Um, so we'll say that you do, like, a, a set of a few songs, if that's okay. Sure, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then yeah. people seem really excited. They start bringing out, like, what, like, kind of meager food they have. A lot of, like, dried berries and things like that. Like, it's not bad. It's kind of bland, but 
they're obviously like very appreciative. It's super super nice of them yeah, to yeah. share, considering the, what how they live and yeah. what they have to offer. I yeah. think Erlen pulls out some of the seasoning herbs specifically that he gathered in Rivendell, and like leaves some with some of the people who are bringing food. Okay, uh, just as a like thank you. <clears throat> yeah, there's a few there that are obviously kind of more into the cooking. They tend they were bringing the food, and they seem like blown away like like elvish spices and elvish herbs this is amazing and like they're so overwhelmed by that like they may not ever use them it might be something that they like pass on like (laughs) yeah but they're they're they've blown away by it build a chest out of bogwood specifically (laughs) for the leaves (laughs) yeah and yeah I love it. Yeah, I think oh, I think I'd start passing out the candy to the kids as they come to the table. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just quietly. Like I don't want it, the adults to notice like that it, I don't want it to turn into a riot. It's just very like if a kid gets brave enough to kind of come near us, I put one on the table and like slide it over. All right. I'm going to have you roll for that. Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. We're poisoning <laughs> the town again. Uh, Fire dwarf Fire two. Dwarf round two. Yeah. <laughs> There's more I can't, I can't wait for it to get back to Glorfindel. Yeah. <laughs> like, what fire guys? dwarf question mark number two? Uh, maybe stealth? I don't know. If, I, I will take an argument for something else if you'd rather do something. Hmm. I, I can do stealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about like in Harton? I would take that. The one thing I'm trying to measure, though, is, like, these children have never had any type of sugar, probably. Fair. Uh, <laughs> so I will take... I'll, I'll take in Harton. Okay, if if you roll well in, in Harton, I'll say it's, like, one of the things where you're like, okay, this is a secret. This is special. Like, not in a creepy way, but, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey... This is very much like like the dwarven version of old Saint Nick with, like, a glint in his yeah, eye, yeah. a wink, Super you know, Super like, friendly, like, yeah. yeah. You're you're not asking them to, like, keep a secret. You're like, this is special. Just... I don't have enough for everyone. <laughs> right. Like, that sort of thing. Okay. Oh, you know what? This is where the, I'm going to spend a hope point. Nice. Ah, nice. Because <laughs> in Harton is one of my slightly magical dwarven's abilities. Oh, oh. So that means I get. Also, what's the point of spending all that time and energy making all this candy without giving it to kids that are so cute? <laughs> Here we go. Um, what's it look like? I think it's probably like he reaches into his pocket uh-huh. and like there's just a little bit of a glow oh, from okay. the pocket uh-huh. as like I just reach in and probably the adults don't notice, but the kids would see. And then that starts a whole thing like mm-hmm. what, what, what? And then yeah. out come these little gemstone treats. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm 100% taking it. Uh <laughs> So I got a success with two Tanguar. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, the adults are completely clueless. Like, they have yeah. no idea that this, like, child, like, religion about this dwarf with candy has been birthed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they are just, like, it is... 
you will be forever instilled in their memories, like 60 years from now. They're going to tell you, their grandchildren yeah, about... About the dwarf that came with the, 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 the sweet candy rocks. Um, what do you think? What, now, they, they're not going to call you the fire dwarf. No, no, no. Because you didn't say... So, like, I want you to... I'm going to give you a couple minutes. I want you to think of, like, what, what these kids are going to call you. Um, so... Give you some time, hmm. um, but there is yeah. going to start this mythology of the young kids of Swan uh, Swan Town uh, about this one time this dwarf showed up with sugary treats and it was like the most amazing thing they ever had in their lives, and uh, yeah, and they all start suddenly they're all running around and like on a sugar high because they've never had sugar before, <laughs> and uh, parents are kind of confused and uh, also it's just delightful. You're skewering my anthropology. <laughs> I love it. You had your shot. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as we started playing music and everybody was drinking, it was over anyway. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so we're going to kind of fade on this scene unless someone else has something specific that they want to get done during this. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, they Big will... friends confirm rumors. Yeah. Write down so many notes. Yeah. <laughs> so many notes. Um, yeah. There. Uh, you do hear there. Like as you're kind of like visiting with the the townsfolk a couple of them like do say oh i've heard of the sleeper uh and then like there's a couple different rumors like um some say that uh it's like an evil witch that's locked in uh like this this these ruins that are there um some people say that um it's a spirit that someone uh, a beautiful lady that died long ago that's in like it also they all seem to kind of describe uh, a, a specific place although none of them are really able to like say Tell they've seen it yeah. <laughs> yeah but it seems to be a lot of them it's about something that's trapped or locked in like ruins or a vault or a tower uh, and it 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 seems to run kind of the the gamut of princess in a tower to evil thing locked in a vault mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of like variety in between okay okay so we're looking for a structure with a person in it an old structure old structure with an unconscious person in it or a trapped person or a trapped person or a trapped monster <laughs> behaving like a person correct Ooh, also fun could also just be the otters having a laugh <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it could be Either way, we get to meet Nodder. It's true. That's that. That is a hundred percent happening. <laughs> I'm going to find every trinket that I have and just dangle it. Yeah, yeah. We'll just assemble an offering for otters. <laughs> Otter lure. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think with the kids, mm. it's less about the fact that it's a dwarf, mm. and it's more about the fact that it's the many-colored coat. Oh. Oh. Okay. So it's sort of like the magic coat. Oh, yeah, because it's like they're pulling. And they, yeah, yeah, and a couple of the kids are like, yeah, in the pocket it glowed when. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So, uh, yeah, there's now this uh, kind of a legend, a myth of like this traveler with a many colored coat that uh, has like great bounty in it. Because um, I, yeah, I don't think like any of the people in this town were alive when dwarves would have come through here regularly. No, probably not. Because, I mean, we're, like, the yeah. road between Tharbad and Moria no, is no, right no, no. here. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But, yeah. Long ago. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not these people either. So, because they, they tend not to, to shy away from the road anyway. So, even their ancestors. 
Yeah, but yeah. like if there were like big tradey caravans of dwarves going by, like yeah. they would have seen them and that kind of thing. Yeah, no, 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 none of these uh, people. Um, most of the people you here, you kind of get the feeling after talking to them, most of them have never left the marshes. Um, some of them are quite old for humans and they've never left the marshes. It seems like there's a select few who kind of venture out to do trading or things like that. Um, they do sometimes go out and try and find the wise woman mm -hmm. if like there's a need, if someone's very sick mm -hmm. um, and they're very brave. Um, sometimes they just don't do that. Depends on how brave they are and how desperately they want the sick person to get better. Um, they do have some healers here, but it seems to be like kind of the last resort, like this person's probably going to pass away. Like, are we going to be brave enough to go find uh, the wise women okay. um, of, the, sure, sure. of the swamp? Yeah. So. Uh, what type of time of day is it? Um, we'll say that it's probably like evening now. Okay. It's kind of become like probably the first kind of holiday hangout like party these people have been in to yeah. a little while. So it's sort of like devolved into that a little bit. Um, so they do offer you a place to stay for the evening if you want to stay Wonderful. here. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yes. So you get to stay in one of the like tall houses. And <laughs> Neat. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and then kind of like the next morning if you wanted to set out. Yeah. Um, they also give you a bunch of, uh, again, strange cacophony of tips about finding the otters. Mm -hmm. Many of them have like, oh, I saw an otter one time. I'm sure it was a talking one too. Oh. And like, yeah. And like some of the kids are like, my grand told me that if you take an orange slice or I guess they don't <laughs> have orange slices, but like, like it's just a strange amalgamation of things. Like if you ring a bell mm. or if you sing a song or things like, like there's just like a, such a strange cacophony and none of it really... I mean, you've never met a talking otter. Maybe they love Maybe. that. So who knows? But yeah, most of those things are worth a try. Sure. Right? It's not going to hurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Turn like, around three times, throw an onion up in the air. Yeah. It's exactly. not appears. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. It's a little salt. Yeah. Blow on it. That yeah. works, right? Exactly. So, and then there's just like a group of otters behind the tree a few meters away, like. <laughs> yeah. They're doing it again. <laughs> They're so weird. <laughs> they start their own rumors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like an otter just comes up behind a, a group of kids yeah, in the I forest. Heard. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, an otter really always loves it and appears when uh, you wear a chicken hat. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. I love that. Um, why don't you uh, kind of. Like, like, plan and take your leave for the next morning. I'm going to run okay, yeah, for absolutely. just a second. And uh, we'll say you're able to leave town, no problem. Um, they'll give you a few trinkets and things, like, of their thanks and goodwill. Um, and uh, Blackbriar will uh, very ceremoniously, like, pull the red feather out of his hat. <gasps> give a very clumsy, deep bow where he almost, like, trips on like his himself and hands you this red feather that he thinks is from this very rare red wing. Before you flee. <laughs> I think when that is given to Runa, Erlen reaches into his like very neat scholarly roll of quills. Mm -hmm. 
and pulls out one that was made by one of the you know thousands of sea feathers that yeah. are around in Mythland, oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. and offers it to him with a very deep and noble bow. He takes it and then like stands like he thinks a king might stand. <laughs> Thank you, Erland Elf. <laughs> I will treasure this great gift from the Elven Kingdom for many years. And he kind of like holds it up almost like a sword. And then like you kind of see like the group behind him. Like there's some that are like, wow, this is amazing. And some of like the older people are just like, what? Like they're just like, oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> We're never going to stop hearing Yeah. <laughs> and he like ceremoniously like puts it in his hat. Um, and there's just like a little bit of ink that kind of seeps through just a little amazing. bit. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's also, it's a seagull feather. Yeah. It's basically a seagull feather. <laughs> he thinks it's incredible. Yes. <laughs> Blessings on your great journey to find the otter people. Stay away from the swans. <coughs> Good day, Master Blackbird. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Lovely. Lovely Runa. If you ever decide to give up adventuring and be the lady of Swantown, it would be Whoa. my honor. <laughs> I will most certainly consider your offer. He seems like surprised at that and looks very excited. <laughs> excellent. Yes, excellent. Very good. Very good. Very good. I, we, we should go. <laughs> I think Hannah is like suddenly stroking his beard to hide the fact that he's laughing his yeah. ass off. Like, it's like... Erlen's like re-rolling his roll of quill <laughs> supplies and is like fully burying his face behind as many layers of fabric as he can. But we'll set off. Yeah, Very good. Yes. Right then. <laughs> she said consider, which means laugh about this later. Yeah, we'll be laughing about this for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you set off, and he, like, farewell until we meet again, fair Runa. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's some people in the crowd who, they're like, oh, she might come back and be a lady. And some people are just like, <laughs> And then, like, all the little kids are just, like, lined up along, the, like, the bank of the little island as you guys, like, cross over. And they're just like, goodbye, goodbye, Major Coat. Like, just, like, <laughs> hey, just passionate, large, like, every kid in town just, like, fondly, happily waving at you, NR. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, as we get 50 yards down the road, Hannah, like, Reaches up and waves back at all the kids and just <laughs> keeps on walking. Awesome. <clears throat> okay, so maybe make friends less hard next time. <laughs> you rolled really well. well. You have secured a place in history. <laughs> you can kind of make up your first part of the travel. Cool. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure. We'll figure. Hmm. I think this is the first leg of any journey we've done since the Shire that Erla has not been using the cane because the ground is wet. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's very always a little slower than he has been in the past because he's just figuring out how feet work again. Luckily, this ground is pretty forgiving. Maybe a bit too forgiving. 
Well, at least we're not in a hurry. Yes, and I think uh, a slower pace might be wise in general. The ground here is any steps down, and it's that like horrible mossy thing that swamps get where there's just water underneath. There's mm-hmm. no ground there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Plus, the otters have short legs, I think. If we walk too fast, they won't be able to keep up. They can hopefully swim. They are otters. It's not enough to swim in right here. It's about... You don't know if there's... Yay deep. If it's hollow under there. Oh, hadn't occurred to me. Pokes it with a stick. <laughs> just an otter swooping in a little <laughs> A stick just comes in. Like... Uh, as far as attracting an otter, maybe we find a lake, a likely spot near a larger area of water, and jangle some things, make a make a little presentation of. of... I'm wondering how concerned we should be about drawing attention. Because if we're not, we can just sing and play music, and I'm sure that would get some attention. Uh, which direction did he say the swans were in? He said they were very deep mm-hmm. in the swamp. Okay. So I don't think, we're probably not close to swan territory quite yet. We should be safe to make noise. I have, we haven't seen anything so far here that seems overly threatening. No, you've seen, like, normal swampy things. Like, you see yeah, yeah. snakes and lizards and birds. Sure. And but, not- like, not... Alligators and not anything that's come after you. Like sure, it seems like normal wildlife that you would expect to be here. Like you're being, you're probably being careful. So yeah, yeah. even if there was some sort of large reptile or something around, it's not. You're not being hunted at the moment. So yeah, we can just sing a high, you know, a walking song. Yes, mm-hmm. and see if we casually attract any uh, otters. otters or wise women. We travel not quietly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, you're traveling through. It gets a little confusing. Like, there's not really a road. Like, after a while, you can... There were paths kind of around Swantown. But as you get deeper, it starts to be there are no roads. There's no pathways that you find. You're just kind of making your way. Is it misty and tree-covered enough that we don't really have a good fix on the sun? No, you can you can have a pretty good fix on the sun. It's it's a it's probably late morning, midday. So it's kind of the thing where you like glance up on a hazy day and you're like, okay, that's the sun there. Sure. Um, and it but it's not you can't see like the perfect it's like it diffused. sphere. It's yeah. very bright diffused. There. Yeah. Um, there aren't a ton of trees actually. That's oh. sort of what something you can use to kind of like okay. guide your way. Um, there's a lot of like shrubbery and brush. And things that are used to be trees that are kind of fallen down. Um, and living trees are one of the things that, oh, that's that's one of the little islands of like solid ground over there. Or like more solid. Okay. Um, there are some that are kind of like at, at the edges that have big root systems that kind of reach down. Um, but you can tell, that, but it's not, you're not thinking, it's like not like the mangroves or something where mm-hmm. there's giant trees everywhere. Okay. Uh, okay. If that's more clear. Yes. Yeah, lots of like brush and things like that. So it's hard to get like a straight, like shot looking. It's not clear, but it's not like a forest. Sure. Okay. So lots we can kind of, of keep going in a, a direction. Yeah. And um, the, the the ground is 
muddy. Very, very muddy. Sometimes you just like suddenly it's water. Mm. Not deep water, but like less than a foot usually. Um, every once in a while you're like, oh, nope, that's getting deeper. I have to turn this way. So you're just kind of like zigzagging, making your way kind of in the same direction. Using that nice uh, cane that I've been using to like poke the ground in front of us as we walk to be <laughs> like, is this ground or is this just moss? Exactly, yeah. Um, and I am going to have you roll awareness. Uh. <laughs> or scan. If you're like actively looking, you can also roll scan, whichever one's better for you. Um, roll a different set of dice that I've been rolling tonight. Scanning for sure. Roll yeah, awareness. I'm going to roll scan. Um. Nope. <laughs> All right. Dice, what are we doing? Okay. Mm. Okay, succeed. Okay. I definitely succeed. Okay. No. No. Okay. Nothing horrible, but... Yeah. No, no. My dice have decided there's either sub five or above 20, and that's <laughs> it tonight. Okay. No middle ground. Okay. Um, yeah, I got eight on three dice. <laughs> Those of you who uh, succeeded start to kind of get the feeling you're being watched. Not like something's going to eat you watched, mm -hmm. but like... Being observed. Yes, mm -hmm. observed is a better... Like, you're being observed. I think we just lock eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think Erlen goes back to playing his flute. Um, Runa's going to switch songs mm -hmm. uh, on you to um, a tale about us uh, helping people. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, if the wise women are watching us, then we want to communicate to them. We're here to help, not to be a threat. Instead of saying what well, was probably a battle song or something very loud and ruckus. Yeah. I think, like, it takes, like, Half a line <laughs> before before Hannah's like what uh, uh oh uh, all right different song. <laughs> um, partway through that song, uh, suddenly like as you're walking, there's a an old fallen tree like probably fell like a century ago. It's like an old like when the water had moved or something like that. It used to be dry ground and now it's not. And it's just this massive kind of like sequoia sized tree that's rotting out in some part. And just kind of on top of it, there's just like a very normal looking otter. Just kind of looking at you and like kind of got that Ranyar. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Last look, like super smart. And then when he sees you look at him back, he's like, oh, I'm an otter. Licking my paw. Are they still looking at me? Yep, they're still looking at me. I'm an otter. I'm an otter. Like looking casual otterly. Runa takes like a little piece of treasure out of her pocket and just like starts look like angling it into the sunlight so it shines. What a beautiful creature that is. That is a very beautiful otter. Mm. The otter otter's beautiful staring at your tiny yeah. thing in your hand. And then it kind of like scuttles around away. <laughs> and then like continue walking for a minute. Suddenly two otters pop their head up. Mm -hmm. And one of them is wearing like a little necklace. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so it's much. sort of like like 
pieced together from like random things, like tied with little like 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 it looks like dried vine or yeah, it's just oh, kind of put together. There's like a ring and like a coin that's like kind of broken that has a hole in it and just a bunch of like random knickknacks. And they kind of look at each other and they kind of duck for a minute and like they whispering. <laughs> it's very like conspiratorial. And then they pop their heads up again. And they're looking at Runa, who had the shiny thing. She's like tossing the shiny thing from hand to hand. <laughs> no, they're very interested in the shiny thing. <laughs> and then they also notice Hanar. I think I, he probably takes off his helmet and gives them a little nod. Like, this is your swamp. They kind of look at each other. And then it's like that that non-plus look like, oh, they know. <laughs> no, then like the one with the necklace kind of like gets up and stands on his back legs. Hello, welcome to our swamp. Would you like a tour? Hello, Lord Otter. Yes, my name my name is Paddlefoot. That's not my name, but it's close as you tall ones can get. Well, it's an honor to meet you, Lord Paddlefoot. Thank you. I've heard tell that this is your domain. Yes. Lying. <laughs> Not good at lying. <laughs> we would, my companions and I, would be honored to have a tour of your swamp. I am Erland, this is Runa, and this is Hannah. And we are, um, among other things, um, carriers of interesting wares. Excellent. I am glad to meet your acquaintance, tall ones. Um, it is, of course, uh, there is a fee for the tour of the shiny thing. Please, we like shiny things. And the other one, like, pops up, doesn't say anything, but just is like, oh, of course, we we would not think that a tour would be free, of course. And she'll hand them the shiny thing. <laughs> what is it? Um, it's like, um, let's see. Uh, it's a small uh, metal replica of um, a musical instrument. Ooh, okay. So it's like kind of intricately carved. Doesn't do anything, yeah. but it's like just like a little trinket. Yeah. They're now um, like each pulling on part of it. They're like trying to like. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, I I am Lord Paddlefoot. Come here. Like, and the other one has a little bit of. No, I did it first. I saw them first. I told them about you. <laughs> They're now kind of like in a little bit of a, an otter like pull off battle. Yeah. And they seem to sort of have forgotten you exist. Might <clears throat> um, I interest you in um, a, a secondary gift of our gratitude? And Erlen pulls out a seashell. They both kind of hold on to the shiny thing. Mm. Mm. It's not as shiny. Oh, well then, yeah. And he just straight up pulls out a coin. Yeah, and then that the one with the necklace like drops the little <laughs> and the other one like tumbles back because it still was pulling on it. And he like runs up. And Erlen holds it out. Yeah. Takes it from her hand. Excellent. Very good. Yes, this will do nicely for the tour. Um this is the log. The lovely log. Yes, this is the great big log of logs. It was a tree one time. The Wasn't biggest it? log I have seen yes, today. Yes, it, it is very good. This concludes the tour. Thank you for coming to the swamp. And uh, yes, I will... Uh... Paddlefoot, 
if you wouldn't mind, we're actually um, in the market for some of your neighbours as well. We're taking a bit of a tour of the swamp. Mm-hmm. Um, would in you... the market for us? No. He seems like a little nervous about that. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like straightens his fur a little bit. <laughs> we would love to see the sights of this beautiful realm. Mm. We ask only for directions. Oh, directions. I can do directions, yes. Yes. We're looking for both the wise women and the sleeper. Oh. And also the swans. Oh. Well, they are all somewhat near each other. But there's a fee for the information. He puts his, the coin, like... <laughs> back behind his back like you can't see it but it's like right right behind him of course how could we forget to give you something mm. <laughs> i think i think hannah will actually pull out like a ring <gasps> but it's big enough that it could go over a <gasps> foot so oh, it could be like an otter bracelet, bracelet. yeah all right uh, a paddlefoot like drops the coin behind his back and like rushes as fast as he could over to you. Yes, I will take you. Yes, yes, takes it. Very oh, good. Okay, okay. <gasps> and it's like hammered dwarven runes around this thing, and like. And he looks like very like protective of it. He's trying to hide it under his arm so his friend doesn't see it. It, it was probably like, uh, you were the in the first hundred customers to visit this gem shop in the Dwarven town. Yeah. Or whatever. Thumb ring for yeah. a dwarf. Yeah. yeah. It's like the equivalent of like the rings that like make your skin green. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he rushes back to where the coin is now and now he's got both. He's very excited. All right. Yes. Um. To the... Old crones and the sleeper and the swans. Um, we should probably go to the swans last so that you can continue to give us gifts and not die. This would be good. This yes. way. Do the swans also speak as you do? I don't I don't get close enough to talk to the swan. Why would why would I want to talk to a swan? Well, I don't know. They're, they're very they're very they're they're loud. Have you have you ever talked have you heard them? The swan song thing is not a thing. You humans are always so weird about that. I don't understand. They're very loud and angry. Hmm. Loud and angry. I have heard that. Yes. Indeed. I sometimes you may have heard them if they had if they were loud and yelling at you with words and not just vicious honks. Um not not that I was able to understand. Very good. Usually I'm trying to eat their eggs, though, so they don't like me very much. Anyway. Ah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, uh, the the cones first, or the sleeper person thing? Person, the thing? I don't know. Crones? Is it very tall? Crones first. Okay, crones. All right. Yeah, we can go in order of least to most dangerous. <laughs> Presumably. What is the sleeper? It smells funny. It's very old. I I haven't I I can't see it, but there's a there's a duh. He does the thing where like they don't know the word for it. A, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a hole. But it's a the oh, uh, a human uh, the a person ruin. Uh, Yes, it's like a a big made thing. 
tall, tall or tall. low? Is it like a tree? Big, like bigger than a tree. Everything's big to me. Would, but... it, would it be taller than the log if the log once again stood upright? Oh, maybe. But very big. You oh. could walk inside. Big oh, enough tower. for you to be inside. Big very people good. like you. That's very eloquent of you. Thank you. I am Lord Padfoot. 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 Yes. Your language is very strange. It is. Do you uh, have your own language? Uh, of course we do. Might I hear a little? I would be curious. He looks over at his friend, and his friend's like, me? And does like a shrug thing. <laughs> Incredible. Hmm, how lovely. The other one goes, and it's just like, they're both just looking at you yeah, like yeah. you're not very smart. No, that's fine. Let them continue on that path of thought. <clears throat> now they feel a little self-conscious and they're like, mm. No, I didn't say that out loud. Though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't like, ah, oh, simple otters. Hmm, okay. I can fool them with my advanced <laughs> language skills. Yeah. Oh, no. But you do get the idea that they're, they're kind of judgy. Like they're like, sure. Which one do you think is the best treasure? Uh, I don't know, the dwarf, probably, but uh, I don't know. The human seems like they're going to give it away more. Like, there's like having this full like conversation. <laughs> and uh, they, yeah, they, they, so this is like, and then they kind of stop and they're like, is that good? Is that right? Yeah, that wonderful. Thank That's you. Yes. A delight. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's very strange. Most, most of the tall ones just ask for us to talk to their language. Very strange. I actually am quite enamored with the fact that you can speak our language. Oh, yes. Uh, long ago, uh, your your people uh, awoke some of us. That's what I suspected. Yes. Uh, you have uh, hmm, what is the word? Uh, in 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 your elf tongue, it's a uh, nindrog, I think, for us. That's uh, the name for otter. Yes. Yes. Um, very strange. Tall people languages. And then, like that. Uh, so the crones. Indeed. Uh, okay. Yes, please. Please. They they do the thing where they're kind of like they walk a little bit and then they stop to kind of look because they are very quick to move through. They, like it's super sure, easy yeah. for them. So they go a little ways and then they like stop and kind of wait for you and and talk to each other. Alan, super slow. Yeah. <laughs> Bruna is just pleased that these otters can talk. It's very delightful. Yeah. Marilyn <laughs> starts taking anthropological notes about talking otters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is is this a thing. common thing that elves have done? Uh, they've we we as a people have walked the world and and awoken some of the children of the Valar. Yes. Ah. What other animals? All sorts. There's intelligent birds and all hmm. sorts of creatures. Is that why the trees talk? Well, the trees were partly just awoken by... It's very complicated, actually. It is. It's uh, really, yeah, complicated. really complicated. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno's like, oh, if Erlen says it's complicated, then I'm not going to get it. <laughs> we don't have time for really complicated <laughs> He's focused on walking. Yeah. <laughs> like, long time ago, like at the beginnings of the world. Yeah. Like, the elves were able to, to 
kind of awaken and bring things to like a more uh, intelligent place. Uh, yeah. And then these are like the long, long descendants of of them. <clears throat> and yeah, so eventually they kind of are like, they seem to be getting bored. You kind of notice they kind of start wandering off and they're like, oh, 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 and they go back and like wait for you. They kind of are forgetting. I'd probably like offer them a snack. Oh. Like a piece of bread or cheese or. Yeah, they're very excited about it. And then you notice then they don't go so far away from you. They're very, they're very food motivated, shiny and susceptible to bribe. Yes, yeah, <laughs> love them, <laughs> but it's a good idea before they decide to just leave us out here in the middle of this walk because they grew bored. Yeah, we can continue to feed them small snacks. Um, I, I am trying to like keep track, kind of, of which way we're going. Mm -hmm. Um, make some like n notable. Okay, this, after the spooky tree, we turned left. Mm -hmm. There was a big rock. Mm -hmm. Um. So finally, like at some point, they both kind of stop, and they seem to be in an argument with each other, like very high pitched, like otter talk, like arguing. And they and they they seem to be so wrapped up in it that they kind of have forgotten you're there. <clears throat> yep. Oh, uh, we are trying to um decide where to take you next. Uh, so uh the uh, the the the. the the, the wise women crones are in a sacred place um, where it's uh, supposed to be death for tall ones who enter um, and see it. So, uh, could you pay us the rest before we take you there? I, it is my understanding that tall ones tip people it, who help them before. So it's, oh, in, indeed. it's instantaneous deaths to enter? He kind of just shrugs. I, I'm not sure how tall people rules work. But have you witnessed other tall people fall dead as they approach this place? Oh no no! I think it's like other tall people kill them for it. We ah. we know of ah. some that have actually entered this area, and I that stands to reason actually. I'll tell you what. Did... We'll give you another trinket. Okay. If you wait, there will be more. Oh okay. Okay yeah yeah the shiny. Another shiny? After the shiny now? The, uh, not the tip? Another thing after the tip? I have something. Okay. And she'll give them... Uh, it's another, like, larger, kind of flat, irregularly shaped coin. <gasps> They're very excited about this. He seems to start trying to, like, tie it like a giant, like, medallion onto his necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So, uh, um, the, 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 the tall trees through there are the... The, the crone, old lady, tall people. We appreciate your help so much. Um, there's a big, big pool of water. Um, that is very important. I uh, don't like take a bath or pee in it. It's important. Sacred water. I yes. will do neither of okay. those. Understood. Yeah. Through the as trees. tempting as it might have been, I can avoid it for now. Thank you. Do tall people not pee in the water? I don't. I don't know. Some do. Oh, okay. They look like each other. Like, why wouldn't she pee in water? I don't know. <laughs> Just not that water. Oh my god! <laughs> the lady loves bath so much. <laughs> Is super baffled by like the idea of they don't know about bathrooms. Like that's where everybody yeah, pees in water. Pee in the water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love them. <sighs> so yeah, they 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 seem to like kind of make themselves comfortable and they're busy like with the trinkets. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I love the idea of. 
Lord Paddlefoot, a.k.a. Flava Flame. <laughs> Huge <laughs> coin. I think as we're going, Erlen pulls out just like a, a yard of really heavy waxed thread because mm-hmm. he carries that stuff for sales. Yeah. Um, and offers it to them. And they like take it and they like immediately start like winding it up very neatly, actually. They're very good at like the little and like pretty get, decent dexterity. Yeah. 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 You then, can see that they're trying to make something. He's like, this, this is for making. Yeah, yeah. So they are kind of like trying to measure like pull it out and measure and like make a necklace for the other one. Aww. And they're trying to like or maybe it can be a belt. Like they're trying to figure it out. Um it's cute. Yeah. I love that. keep them busy for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gift at the ready. <laughs> oh, right. Yes, we need all of the things that we've Should gathered. Should we announce ourselves before we... I think so. Uh, uh, does it, there seem to be, like... They pointed out some trees. Does it seem to be, like, kind of like an opening or, like, a... This is... It, it's a little bit of a different place because there are... It's, like, a ring of very old trees that mm. were probably... It looks like they originally were planted like a certain mm. distance apart, and with age, they've kind of grown into each other. So it's almost created like a living wall um, that like the roots have, have like wound together. So like about like eight feet up, then it starts to be like, oh, you can see two separate trunks again. But um, there is one kind of small break, which is kind of where the otter was indicating. Okay. Um, that seems to circle... Uh, that seems to go, you'd like two trees that are just far enough apart. There's like an opening a little bit smaller than a regular doorway um, that goes into what, if you look up, you can tell it's like a large kind of circle of these incredibly ancient trees. Like even ancient to you, Erlen, like, like these trees are like, like probably older than Rivendell, like, like, like these are like Lorian big trees. Okay. Uh, like, like, yeah, these are... So someone old. did this. Yes, this has been done. And it has been here for ages. Like, this maybe was here when Theraband was a thing. Like, like this is old. Like, everything about this just screams, like, ancient and, like, almost out of time ancient. Um, there's a little bit of, like... Like, while a lot of old things in this world have, like, this grace like Rivendell had... Yeah. This doesn't quite have that. This is like old and just like denying time, like on the verge of rotting, but just something's keeping it from that. It's just a little bit of like, like these trees are old and powerful, but not super like healthy. Okay. Like things like that. There's just a little bit of like, like a little bit of like, just like, marsh kind of grossness a little bit just okay. a little bit of life close to death not, a little crone like yes, yeah a little exactly. crone like <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah so i guess it gross isn't quite the but it's like the natural kind of like like end of cycle slightly yes. decrepit yes, yes. 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 There you go. decrepit is the perfect yeah. word okay. very nice um have i heard of um, probably not this one but like of people who did this kind of like natural growth manipulation kind of thing outside of the places that are very known. No, probably okay. not like this. This, yeah, this is, is weird. Very weird. Yeah. Cool. Um, this might be something that happens somewhat accidentally. Like it's like these trees were planted this far apart and then they just grew for so long that they just kind of combined with each mm-hmm. other. Like it, 
it looks like it has been ages since this happened. So it's not like magic came along and made these trees okay. grow into each other. Um, these trees have just been here that long. Okay. okay. How far are we from these trees? Um, we'll say you're probably like 50 yards, oh, 50 okay. to 100 okay. yards. You're pretty far away. The, the otters were not super like keen to like... No, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. yeah, they were like, hey, we brought you here, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we should approach but not enter. Yes. Um, and announce ourselves and offer our gifts. <laughs> yes. Maybe we sing one of our less rowdy songs from outside. <laughs> if there's no response to our announcing, I think that is wise. Yes. Um, yeah, so we'll go up to, like, kind of the opening and, like, stop just short of, like, going into the circle of trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and Runa will, like, put down her basket with the um, various, like, healing herbs and mushrooms and things like that. Um, and, and the stuff that Erlen yeah. brought. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to do the announcement or should I? You've had quite a bit of success lately. Why don't you? I will do I... my best. Or I think I, I look at Erlen before we get any further and he, I look at the giant trees like talk to these trees no, these talky trees I I don't believe these ones are awoken oh, okay. they look like they haven't moved for a very long time it's <laughs> <laughs> like now they move oh oh Hedar <laughs> so, so now he's even more nervously eyeing the tree. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay, these are very large trees. If they move, that's a problem. Um, you can't actually see. There is the opening. You can't actually see through it. Okay. Um, the roots kind of um, overlap. So oh, there's like, like one root here. So you'd have to make like it's like a little Z pathway uh, where it kind of grows. Cool. Yeah. So it kind of it like blocks the view. You can tell there's a pathway through, and you can see that it's actually fairly well worn. Mm. In just this part, so that and um, as you look past it, it's hard to tell. It's a little bit like Airland. You probably can smell Hanar. Maybe you can because you're a dwarf, so fires and things are kind of something. But you can kind of smell like what might be like a hearth fire. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell. Um, like it might be smoke rising, but in the haze of the swamp and the marsh here, it kind of blends in. So it's hard to tell exactly. Um, but there's definitely something beyond this um, that, that you can't see. And it almost feels like it's holding its breath. Like, but you're not, sh- but so you can't hear anything, but there's definitely some type of, of, of settlement mm-hmm. of beyond the edge of this. Uh, this place was called Medcot, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll set down the offerings and even though we can't see into there, just kind of call out in her best booming himbo adventurer voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Greetings, wise women of Medcot. Uh, we are Runa of Bree, Ireland of Mithland, and Hanar of Durin's Folk. We come uh, with respect, seeking your wisdom and entrance to your lands, and with gifts. It feels like you almost can feel like if a forest could intake breath, like if it was holding its breath a moment ago, it kind of breathes in. And then there's just kind of like a waiting. And then 
you can almost feel like the like aura around the place relax slightly. Um, and you know, I, I'm not going to have you roll because it's very clear that you like you were being watched. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> you kind of hear a voice. Um, again, like it's strange, like it's hard to tell where it's coming from. Like it seems to be in the air all around you, even though that doesn't make sense. Uh, <clears throat> and it's travelers. This is a forbidden area. The the sacred pool beyond is death to any who lay their eyes upon it who are not of the blessed. I suggest you remain where you are. And like the the voice is like strange. It sounds very old, but at the same time, like almost there's like a childlike tone to it. Mm, interesting. And um, it's yeah, it just has it has a strange weight to it as well. Um, we will do as you say and wait out here. Uh, we do seek your counsel. If you would be so kind as to come out and speak with us, we would be pleased to present you with this offering. And then, like, kind of from the mists, um, from this opening, um, this old lady appears. Um, She is crone-like in every way. She's uh, incredibly frail-looking. Like, it almost seems as if she has no muscle at all. Um, it, it seems almost like kind of, uh, very pale skin, oh, just draped over her bone. Um, she's bent, like, almost double, and, like, her head, she's, like, li- has to lift her head to, to look at you. Um, and she carries, like, a long walking stick. Um, the walking stick has a, a decoration that's, like, wrapped around the top, and then just, like, tons of large white feathers, like, are, are draped off off this walking stick. Um, she's covered in like just plain dark colored cloth. Um, and her hair is at the bottom. It's almost like greenish, hmm. but it's stark white. And it may just have been time in the marsh that has turned like the longer parts green. <clears throat> and uh, she looks at you, her eyes like sparkle though. There is wisdom and knowledge and life in those eyes that her frail body belies okay Um, and she walks towards you with surprising like purpose and and grace even though she's bent double it's there's no hesitation she uses her cane to walk but there's still like like she strides towards you in a way that seems discordant with her appearance cool um and she says uh I am Mother Wedrith. What is it you seek? Do you need healing for... And she seems like, just suddenly she kind of like is looking at you and like the strange party before her. What is it you seek? Uh, Mother Wedrith, it is uh, a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, We do not seek healing. Um, We sought to pay our respects to you. Um, as this is your domain, uh, we are here investigating some rumors that we heard. Um, 
the sleeper, the swans, and the delightful otters that we have met on the way in. Yes, delightful. <laughs> you are uh, adventurers, then. She seems, like, unsurprised and a little unimpressed. Um, I consider myself a scholar. Welcome, Lord Elk. It is long since one of your ilk has joined us in these dark marshes. It has been a wonderful um, change of scenery to find you here. Well, I... Uh, she kind of like looks a little bit at the offering and kind of like pokes at it. What, what have you brought? Um, we have brought some herbs and mushrooms from the wilds around Rivendell, um, and uh, Master Erland has gathered some herbs as well from the gardens at Rivendell. We hear that you uh, are adept at healing and thought it might be useful. Indeed. Very, very nice. She uh, takes, with surprising speed and dexterity, she pulls a very sharp little, like, crescent knife mm -hmm. from, her, from her hip and, like, slashes a little bit at the bag. And it, like, falls open. And she almost, like, is making sure that that's what it was. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then seems satisfied and, like, puts the knife back and, like, pulls up the bundle and kind of wraps it. This is a wise offering to bring. I will consult with my sisters and see what they think. We will speak with you on the morrow if we find you worthy. If I may, while Hanar and I are not the most well-versed in the healing arts, our companion Runa is um, a somewhat kindred spirit and is the reason we had any knowledge to pick and bring such offerings. So though we might seem like regular travelers, Runa is of a similar mind as far as I've been told of your people. That is evidenced by your wise choice of gift. Oh, but my sisters and I live by consensus. None of us alone may make a decision. To let you pass into our home is uh, an unusual choice to make. But you seem to be unusual for yourself. <laughs> we have been told that, yes. If you will have us wait on the until the morrow, um, I must ask if you have any aversion to music, as we are quite drawn to it and might play. Oh, <laughs> she seems a little, like, flattered. Uh, young man, I... We are so old, most of us can't hear anything, even next door, right next to us. You may play your hearts out. Although, I would suggest perhaps keeping it down, because... The ghost bird might get you. But uh, as far as us, you will not disturb us. The sacred pool keeps us quite calm at night. All right. Well, it, to the morrow then. And bird that is not a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it 
like a an excellent example of the thing she was just saying about being very very like hard of hearing. She continues to walk away. <laughs> no, I didn't anticipate an answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just <laughs> and she kind of like kind of fades into this little strange doorway in the mists. Incredible. This swamp is just full of things. Perhaps she met the swans. I've heard swans are white. They are white. So are ghosts sometimes. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it is one of these swans that has passed away yet refuses to leave. Or perhaps there's a ghost bird. Why are there so many ghosts? Another rumor to investigate. And oh. we left the birdcage back in Bree. <laughs> we should go I and... I suspect these birds will not fit. Who knows how ghosts work? I think we might do best to go and stop Lord Paddlefoot from fleeing and maybe lure them with some trinkets to guide us tomorrow. Agreed. Yes. yes. And then find a place that's dry adjacent to sleep. Well, we'd left them on a small... Yes, but it was... Very wet. I know, everything's very wet. I, I, I do believe we'll struggle to, to light a campfire tonight. Mm. True. Erland, have you ever slept in a tree? Oh, plenty of times. There's just not very substantial trees here. I know. We could probably find one. Nope. No? No. I am not sleeping in a tree. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure we'll figure out something, and watches would be in order for certain, because of the ghost bird potential. Yes, uh, we shall definitely take watches. Ghost bird or swan, I want to see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) As Erlen tries to remember swans like geese have teeth, um, I think he's going to start to walk back towards the <laughs> otters. Oh, good news. Um, my sword glows in the presence of ghosts, so if a bird shows up and the sword glows, you know it's a ghost. Ah, oh, that is shockingly not relieving. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowledge is power. Anything that might give us a slight warning, I would take. That's true. Especially if the ghost can approach invisibly. Or from the air. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to have us end there for this session. Um, (laughs) So we will start uh, session number 17 next time with you outside of this strange crone encampments. Maybe with a ghost bird, maybe with some swans. Definitely with some otters who are definitely looking to get some more shiny stuff from you um, as we continue on this adventure in Swan Fleet. I love them. <laughs> good little guys. <laughs> they, so they good. Very good. Completely out of character. I just yesterday saw apparently there is an otter cafe in Japan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can hang out with the otters and they will just frolic about you. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, this has been session number six, 15, 16. 16. I had it got it right in the beginning of the unsung tales. 
Uh, thank you so much for joining us, whether you're listening later or watching live or watching later. Uh, thank you so much for uh, to our chat mod, James V. You've done an amazing job tonight. We appreciate you. Thank you to everyone who's joined us. Um, and thank you to our amazing Patreons who keep us ad-free and independent. We are a ad-free, like sponsorship-free channel because we want to play what we want, when we want, and say whatever we want. So our amazing Patreons keep us ad-free and independent, and we really appreciate you. Um, you can join the heroic ranks at happyjacks.org slash Patreon. Um, and let's go around the table and reintroduce ourselves and tell us what's up. And we're going to start over here with Dave again. Ha! Because he, he doesn't expect it. So Surprise! Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, I am still Kadave. Um, things are busy. Uh, if you happen to be in the Southern California area, you can come out and see the band that I loiter around, the Poxy Boggards, <laughs> and their adjacent bands, uh, the Merry Wives of Windsor and Sportive Tricks at the Rogue's Reef stage at our Southern California Renaissance Pleasure Fair. Uh, if you do come out, stop by the merchandise table at the back of the Rogue's Reef stage while the Poxy Boggards are either just finishing up or on stage themselves and say hi. I would love to meet people. So it's super fun to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then if you like computers and being a computer gaming nerd, uh, I'll be posting a series of pictures as I finally commence building my new computer. Yay! Uh, my war with the Dutch company that didn't have enough fans available has ended. <laughs> so now I am supplied thanks to a very nice person on Reddit and Venmo. So there we go. Love a computer build. Yeah. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I've been Erland. Uh, you can find me here in a week um, continuing to scream about the beautiful world that Kimmy keeps painting for me to just run around and <laughs> write a bunch of notes about. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, on Sunday in the next episode of the 5e pirate adventure that I am a horrible sea pirate druid in another sea elf somehow um, called What We Do in the Shallows on Matihi's channel. Um, you can find all that information on... Oh, I'm also... Hello, I'm Estelle of Imladris on all social media platforms. <laughs> you can find that information about What We Do in the Shallows on my Twitter. And then tomorrow is the penultimate episode of The Party, which is a web series about people who play tabletop uh, and the friends and the insane choices that people make along the way. Yeah. Um, of having friends that play tabletop. <laughs> um, it is a comedy web series. Uh, the sixth and penultimate episode, as I said before, drops tomorrow with some fun uh, special guests and more madness. I was the costume designer for the show, and boy, it has been a blast. So go check that out as well. You can find that at Party Web Series on all social media. Awesome. Uh, and I am Sam. I have been Runa of Bree, befriender of Swamp People. Um, you can find me on the internets at Red Pandroid on most of the socials. Um, if you go and check out my Instagram or Twitter, you can um, get links to my shop, stearnastore.com, where I sell um, clothing that is made with my artwork. Um, my current collection is both ominous and cute, so if you like either of those <laughs> things, go check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I am Kimmy. I've been your lore master. You can find me at Golden Lasso Girl pretty much everywhere on the internet. Um, if you also at Happy Jacks RPG, that's me too. Uh, and uh, I design games. If you go to goldenlassogames.com, I have my game Decima, which is a 
tarot-based world-building tool that has a beautiful art by Samantha. It's really pretty. Um, and I'm also beta testing. Like, it's more than beta testing now. It's been like three years of testing and things like that. But uh, my PBTA sci-fi found family hack called Starscape. Um, you can download that for pay what you will right now on itch.io. Um, that means eventually when I have the full game, you'll get the whole game for whatever you paid then. So uh, you can do that. And uh, I think that's everything. Yeah. So thank you all so much for joining us. Um, if you'd like to join the Happy Jacks Discord, we do have a very large, very active Discord community with like a bunch of like game days coming up and like an online con. It's all run by the amazing people on the Discord. So if you go to happyjacks.org slash Discord, you can come play games, talk about games. There's a whole bunch of channels that don't have anything to do with our shows. But if you're a designer, if you're like costuming, if you like food, like there's stuff for everybody. So come and join us at happyjacks.org slash discord. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.